Previously on X-Men. <laughs> Gotta get that sound effect in. Excited for watching that because I started watching that again. Excited for what's coming on that because I'm excited for that's coming. And then like I checked out Evolution, which isn't bad. So I'm excited for rewatching Evolution. When did that that one? Is that two thousand haircuts? Everybody haircuts, yeah. right? It was all like they're back in high school kind of thing, reset kind of. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't CW, but the Expanse because they they did four years of it. So like they got to go to farther characters and deeper in the roster. Like that's when it starts getting good. Like that's later cool. seasons. That's cool. So. I think I think it was just too jarring of a switch because I remember the original, um, the original cartoon. It like the final season, the animation changed. Yeah, and that was weird. And then they went to evolution. I was like, no, I can't. I can't do all this. I just, I just need more X-Men, right? Like, it, it was a while since. And then what we were getting with the animated series was, like, unlike anything we were getting up to that point. Everything else was, like, either a toy commercial or, like, a property that, like, you were jumping into because it was made for the purposes of Saturday morning. X-Men had been a thing. And now they're finally getting a new audience and, like, reaffirming the audience that was already on it with, like, a kick-ass cartoon that, like, held true to a lot of things and then created its own set of people. Like, Morph, I swear, got invented and thrown into, like, canon based on... For the cartoon, yeah. So, like, that shit's fucking awesome, right? Um, but, like, Saturday mornings is extinct now, right? Yeah, that's crazy. I'm eh? excited you were at, like, 6 a.m. Yes. on a Saturday. Like... Yes. Like, and like, get your shit done and then get your shit together of, like, how you spending... Like six to seven hours, if you wanted, in front of the. It TV. goes loud too. My parents, my parents would usually tap me in the shoulder around ten or eleven. Like, hey, right around the time where the the more like um, the weirder cartoon, like the Men in Black cartoon, <laughs> starts coming out. Okay. Like, okay, guys, hey, hey, it's like it's like eleven. When are you gonna go outside? You know, because you know, back then it was like get outside. Like, yeah, which was also amazing too. Like we had outside, so you could always come back and eventually yeah. end up seeing cartoons somewhere else. But the Saturday morning was built on. We have you from like six to like six if you really wanted it. But like you were saying, your progression of where they put the cartoon was right. So like early morning stuff was like all like Looney Tunes. Yeah, that's right. By the time like eleven thirty midday rolled around, you're gonna you're gonna X Men. That eight or nine o'clock stuff was the yes. good stuff. And then like yep. it started to tamper off around ten or eleven. And then noon it was like news and church stuff. And it was like, okay, well, I don't want to watch this. But it was you're right, you get you get a good like five four or five hours in uh depending i'd love to go back and re uh, to look at see what the programming was i'm sure it's somewhere the problem is i used to jump channels though you'd, you'd be like one ytv from this time to this time and then you go to fox specifically for x-men and stuff at this time and then you jump what you're what you're, what you're doing coke is you're helping set up the draft that we've been trying yeah. to work on down the line but i i have some links to send you of like what would break down all the major networks slated slot times for a specific day in that like era. And like, just to see the jump around and all the stuff I've seen, mm-hmm. man, like to reiterate the point, like Saturday morning thing was a thing. Like it was, yeah. it was a vibe. It was like it was a weekly event. Yeah. It was a bowl of cereal. Like it was like the commercial you were getting, um, but something as deep and like resonant from such a fun memory when you were a kid to come back like now, and even still going is like a testament and maybe the cool thing about such characters of this like canon, right? I don't know. This is the first time we've like, started an episode and we're actually talking about the topic we're, <laughs> we're about to talk about. Back Easy at word. it again. Like we never left. Coke and Dank. Dank and Coke. We are the Lethal Weapons. Hey, Dank.
a Coke. What did the X-Men call their sperm? What did the X-Men call their sperm? The C-Men. Nothing on that one. Just the letter C, to whatever. It's good. Whatever. There was one. That, there was. There was one about. Uh, um, what would I read? I think it was Colossus. That, that made me laugh. But I went with this one because I felt edgy. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Way back in like episode thirty-three. We did. Exosorts. No, no, no. That was episode fifty. So, but that's previously on X Men. Yeah, pre- full, Man, full right. circle, full that circle moment. I was gonna go back. To, I was gonna go back because it's been a while. It's been a while. Yes, we did. But like we that's did, why, like, like, that's a crazy type of episode. Like that's why yeah. we're talking about the episode before the episode because, like, that run was crazy run, man. Like that's how much we loved X Men. We were just reading the like the poll list and like yep. their their weeklies or their monthlies and just watching the story progress into an, an, another event right like well we did we did we did house of x powers of 10 episode 32 and episode 33 we did dawn of x stuff and we did all we did like we did eight additional like parts to that mm-hmm. and then when episode 50 we did uh x of swords i think it's fair to say we like x-men and now we're back at episode 80 was this episode 84 84. Exosorts is bad. That's what we got turned off for so long. We're like, we're like, that was <laughs> such a stupid. Like the ending was good. The ending was was interesting. It but the whole... amazingly, right? Like what what happens to I can't say his name, but the amazing sound for Apocalypse. Sound. We used to call him Dolphin Sound. <laughs> he had managed to like rebuild his family and have like generals that were his like seeds and like rebuild his new future kind of thing. Mm. But everything in the middle between the two. I guess countries was like nations. Sure. Like teams was like touch and go. And like, sometimes we take this seriously and sometimes we don't take this seriously, but ultimately it means nothing. So like you're, you're cheated as a reader. So yeah, April, 2021 is last time we published anything for, for this run. That's how sick, that's how much exosorts pissed us off. (laughs) It was good, man. We just, I just felt so burnt out. I was like, man, all that for this. But then one day, you're like, hey, we should go back to that. I mean, we should go back still, to that. They're still making and me, comics. Me being the slut that I am was like, okay. <laughs> You're not a slut. You just, you you know you like. If you yes. know who, who you like giving it to you. Yes. Even if, even if it turns out bad, you're like, all oh, that fucking foreplay was amazing. Yeah, it was fun. It's about the journey, right? It's about the journey. <laughs> Is it? You know, like the Big Bang? <laughs> oh, I love the Big Bang, but it's, sometimes sometimes the journey is more important, right? Anyways. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. We're back in the Hox Pox Docks, which is not a thing. According Nobody to knows what that means, by the way. It, Hox it, Pox Docks. It was House of X. We know what it means. It, it was House of X, uh, Powers of Ten, and what was the, oh, Dawn of X. I was like, what was the D again? Yeah. 
Um, but I feel like anyone reading that would understand the Hawksbox docs. I think we they, said that a whole bunch of stuff times too. Yeah, they so. would. But this is like that was like back in like 2019. We like, have 2019. Those five fans are loyal, so they know when we say Hawksbox docs, we're talking to them because they love X Men. I just I was looking at the statistics yesterday. We blew up in Germany. Did we? Yeah. Did we? Like I, I, I thought it was like one. I thought it was just one guy, but it was like four or five different parts of germany like boom, like not crazy amounts but like scores in each one okay like, oh wow i guess they really like toxic avenger i don't know <laughs> maybe i don't know maybe we, like we doing hasselhoff numbers now i'm yeah. for it let's it get it in up, like hundreds of hundreds from germany in one day i was like but different parts so something happened suite of things that we've recorded they downloaded i didn't just... see what they recorded i just saw the hits just the Toxic Avenger. Check out Toxic Avenger. We have fun on that. There's... No, no, I don't. I don't know what they watch. I'm just saying it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now that you think of that, because re-listening to that, when we get into Goon Hall of Fame and just that one scene, the Goon that... Hall of Fame. <laughs> he blew away a dog. <laughs> it's point, so good. I laugh. Shotgun at a baby. Blue dog. It's so good. They went nuts. It was. It was like it was four or five different parts of Germany. I thought it was awesome. I was like, hey. Man, there was like, yeah, there was some of them. Uh, there was some from Berlin, some Sweet. from Sachsen, some from Bayern, some from Baden-Württemberg, and nice. some from Hessen. Whole bunch, like scores from each one. Well, especially, especially Berlin. There was like sixty. Was that Sparken Z Deutsch and Hagen Das? We're coming to you guys. We're gonna do a world tour in like I don't know two years. Why not? <laughs> go to Germany. <laughs> I'd love to go to Germany to do a podcast to go see what the hell is going on over there. I'd like to just go there and like try their beer. I don't... <laughs> and the Autobahn. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can go and as fast as you want. That's so right. we'll take turns. One of us is going heavy boozing and one of us is heavy yeah. driving. And we'll the next day we'll switch. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's an amazing idea. It's never going to happen. But <laughs> oh, you didn't have to say that. Why? Why kill it? <laughs> it's all right to dream. We never thought we would have a podcast. And here we are talking Hawks, Pox, Dogs. And here we are. Back. At it again. Like we never left. Anyways, um, we did that already. Yes. Now we're doing. So we did. Yeah, we did House of X, Powers of Ten, the whole Dawn of X run. That was back in uh, episode and, like 33. And then and we did Exoswords in episode 50. Awesome, um, and that just took the wind right out of our sails. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, way to not stick the landing. Actually, yeah. we we talked about like it was really well bookended, but the middle just meandered and made everybody look useless. But like, we never cared as much about Apocalypse until like the last couple of pages, kind of thing, right? Like, he yeah, set himself up. Yeah, I mean, if you go back, you can go back <laughs> to episode. Sorry. Oh, that's right, because he changed his name to A. Yeah. We just call him Dolphin. It looks like a dolphin sound, so we just say dolphin sound. Dolphin sound. But we, uh, you can go back to episode 50 and listen to the Exosword stuff, but basically it had a really interesting start, had a really interesting end, but everything in between, all, what was it, 16 or 19 issues were just, I don't know how many issues it was, but it was more than I wanted it to be, and it was not. Really and yeah, with the crossover issues too, right? Because it's a whole tournament between mm-hmm. two islands of teams that they assembled. Great premise walking in, and you thought we thought it was going to be a fight to the death, and it turned out like dudes are getting married. There's like yeah. a, a food competition; they're eating. Like there's, it was played for gags and funny and humor, and they kind of missed the mark of everything leading up to that, right? Because you you had us tense, you had us. Yeah, like they had to find specific swords, and like only the sword men could battle in this 
exchange against uh, Krakoa versus Akoa? Arako. Arako. And like that whole thing, I was just like, I got to find my right sword. And like, okay, this sword is matched with this sword. And like, they all had names. And like, I love when comics do the reveal and like they were releasing covers and didn't tell you who the team was. So it was us guessing, right? They had us. They had us by the balls. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the war and it's just like, who can eat all of these weird things? All right, yeah. point for you. Who can swim underwater against the shark? What what's going on here? Yeah, what happened here? When why did this become so goofy? Yeah, why it was. Is, yeah. Why is Cipher getting married? What what? Right. Yeah, yeah, it broke us. It broke us. So then we stopped doing the X, the uh, the <laughs> Dawn of X run. But now we're back because one day you were kind of like, I miss it. Hey, you want to do this again? I was kind of like, Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see how it ends because. Taking Exosaurs out of it, what they've assembled, what this writing team has done with the scope and the universe itself of just X-Men and managing to include so many X-Mites, <laughs> I don't know what to say, X- X-Men agents and just... X-People? And mutants just across the landscape. And even for like the diehards, you can see some certain panels and one-shots and you can find like these specific mutants in the backgrounds that you wouldn't think you're like... You get to see all these crazy things happen to all these people. And there seems to be a care and a nurturing for why I have this person in this team for this reason. And all that's progressing. And the fact that they managed to do the unthinkable, which is Magneto and Professor X on the same side, fighting for the same goal. And they're also like, mutants are the best. We're the number one race. We're moving to this island. Easy premise. But then to create all of these villains that don't like anything that you're doing including humans like come on so we were we were trying to keep up with as many villains as they just kept incurring 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 and exosaurs was like okay this could be the big bad and it wasn't so like the urge to go back in and feel like what's actually going on in this world because me and you have been having theories of like who's actually going to end up bringing down this entire run and i i hope one of us is right because that's amazing because we called it way early but Easy spoilers. I'm going with Professor X, and you're going with Beast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, going through this run, it's still looking like Beast. Like Beast is well. You you were talking about about uh, Magneto and Professor X, and they kind of aren't in this that much, like as as main focus points. Um, so, but it, yeah, across all the books actually that mm-hmm. we've read so far. So we're we're starting Reign of X right now. We've cut this up into a few few parts, so we're not doing the entire Reign of X run. Uh, in this episode, right after um, Exoswords. Exoswords, thank you. I want to say House of Swords. Excalibur 16 to uh, 20. Yep. So I'm just double checking my notes. Uh, X Factor 5 to um, 8. Not bad. Right? Uh, X Men 16, just the one issue of X Men. Solid. Cable 7 and 8. Interesting. Hellions 7 to 11. Amazing. That's my that's my jam there. Mm-hmm. X Force fifteen uh, to nineteen. Outstanding. That's my jam. Wolverine eight to twelve. A lot of Wolverine in this run. Yes, and I can't believe what's happening with this motherfucker. So mm-hmm. like that's kind of cool. And Marauders sixteen and seventeen. Can't wait. What you, what you will notice is only one issue of X Men and only and no issues of New Mutants. But that's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles. Those will be in. Uh, the part two, the, the part, the second part to this episode, plus yeah. a whole bunch more, Children of the Atom and X Corp and stuff appear there too. So, um, let's dig in, man. Just this one website's suggested reading order, and seemed to make sense so far. What, what's interesting is that as we're reading through it, it's like 
Not really many of these connect, except for the Wolverine stuff because he jumps through different dif- different books. Teams, so it kind of yeah. works for him. But a lot of these, uh, a lot of these teams do cross over a little bit, but it's just like features. So they can like uh, when Excalibur crosses over the X Factor, which we're going to talk about right first. Mm-hmm. Um, they're only there for a little bit. And then they kind of yep. go off into their own thing. So it's just kind of sitting up. So Which is amazing with a cast of hundreds to mm-hmm. keep them separate because they all have shit to do, which is amazing. Knowing that inevitably they all got to come home. And mm-hmm. that's what we're building to, right? We're, st- we're still building to the Hellfire Gala. Yeah, that'll be the, yeah. Hellfire Gala will be, will cap off. So that we'll do the Reign of X part one and part two. And then we'll do uh, Hellfire Gala and that'll wrap up this, we want to say chapter. Of the Jonathan sure. Hickman X Men era, right? Because we did that with uh, we did that with Dawn of X. We did Dawn of X in a whole bunch of different parts. It was like mm-hmm. eight or nine parts, and then we did the X of Swords as his own thing, and that's what we're going to do here too. Reign of X yep. in two parts, and then so we're going to see if we can get burned again because we got burned on X of Swords, and we're trying not to get burned in Hellfire. But assuming that that's going to be the event for this next run, which is yeah. When we we I would assume we see all of these kind of teams back together fighting or working towards whatever the shared cause were at well, a gala, which can be amazing, right? Well, and, and to be honest, if we if uh, we do get burned again by Hellfire Gala, it just means we're it just means like we'll come back to this because we did off of X of Swords <laughs> and I was pissed off with X of Swords. X of Swords. We have not so we, we it just basically means will we will we be back to I think it's Trials of X is the next one. Will okay. we be back to it? sooner or later that's kind of just what it means it depends it all depends on hellfire gala <laughs> but getting into it um let's start with excalibur uh because this they this one is the first issue to come out after Exosaurs, and it starts by um focusing on the surviving looking for betty i was gonna say betsy yeah but it's betsy. well it, it starts a little bit before that what because she died in Exosaurs, or she disappeared she got turned into like a glass and shattered into pieces <laughs> outer world for you yeah out of the world yeah other world so oh that's one thing we did learn about in uh Exosaur, just to back up for a second if oh you yeah die if, in if you die Arako, yeah. if you're when if you die in Arako and are revived in krakoa you come back different you're you not come back very different yeah yeah you're like you're the same but You'd have your, it's almost like they hit the reset button on you. Mm-hmm. Rather than the refresh, which usually happens if you die in Krakoa or on Earth, if you, or I guess 616, I should say, if you die over there, you come back as like a new character. And they're kind of basing that around Rockslide, and there's another person that's Gorgon. Gorgon that they've tried to replicate and they're not the same. So there's there's a another underlining issue. That's the amazing thing about this run. There's always an underlining issue. The amount of alarms that go off. It's very hard to see Krakoa as the utopia that they want it to be because and again, reading when we get to certain issues they're just chilling on a beach and something happens it's like, oh god, you can't even rest on the beach? Like, goddamn. Yeah. There's too much. It kind of goes hand in hand and like you just want sovereignty and you want to just kind of do your own thing and be left mm-hmm. alone. It's never that easy. Yeah. Never that easy, and that's that's well, the ongoing thing that I keep seeing. It's like, man, they just keep getting pulled into all this shit, and they can't like. There's nothing. They, some of it, some of it they ask for, but some of it's like most they don't. And I, I I wonder if that's the price to utopia. Like everyone, you can't really just party all the time. We can have like, although everybody's at the bar constantly, and bar sinister is fucking amazing. Um, but everyone has a job and a role, and like they take that 
vehemently important like that's that's the end all to be all and like if you're not at your post for this specific and it's those specific teams that are like make or break and like if you that's why i love uh x force so much because they're like the last line they're, they're the last line and the first line like they're the first ones like yo this shit we have no idea go and then they're like we have no other choice use these guys right so it's like you see the sacrifices daily with them with wanting to preserve their way of life on their own and have their own rules and have their own laws and have their own dream that they're now in the midst of. Yeah, it's cool. But we'll start with Excalibur because like I said, the surviving mutants uh, left picking up the pieces are dealing with the Betsy being different. And by different, I mean is uh, different versions of her have like formed. So there's like not infinite, but Tons of different versions of her as Captain Britain, but their six one six Betsy can't be found. So they're trying to they're trying to figure out where um, she is. And do you think that the ripple effect of multiple Captain Britons came after the glass shattered, or yeah. like that was always a thing? Okay, no, that was the well. It used to be a thing. It used to be like the the I can't remember they used to call them. It was like the League of of Britons or whatever. Okay, and they all disappeared. Because it used to be her, um, her Brian, her right? Brother. Yeah. So now it's when her when she started, it was just her, and now they've shattered and it's kind of like reset as her. <clears throat> if I'm remembering right, I didn't read much Captain Britain. I just know that from osmosis. <laughs> um, I always wanted to say that word, photosynthesis, because you love. We both love the movie Osmosis Jones. Jones. Yeah, there you go. So good. Um, yeah, Shogo is back to a baby. We used to be a dragon for a long time. Dolphin Sound, uh, Apocalypse. He's being held in Araco as part of the ceasefire from Axis Swords. And Richter is showing how attached to him he was. Yeah. Him being Apocalypse, Dolphin Sound. He's a little grumpy Gus. I mean, I get it, right? Like, this is the, the only parental and paternal impact in his life. And actually, like, believed in him to the point mm-hmm. of, like, taught him his language so i don't know if they're using richter as a sleeper agent for dolphin sounds when he returns but there's that connection in the fact that he has the grimora or whatever his book is and he's using that now in lieu of apoc dolphin sounds um it was interesting it was interesting to see um just how much of a effect he had on richter right it was kind of cool seeing him defend Mm -hmm. because rogue's going in on him nobody misses Apocalypse less than Rogue, right? So she's going in on him, and Richter's kind of like, you don't know what you're talking about. And they have an interesting conversation because they respect each other, but it's like they have very different different opinions about one very important figure in Krakoa, right? Right. But he's gone now. So because X-Factor concludes that there's no way to help Betsy since she her death was magical by nature, and she didn't really... Die. die it's like quote unquote yeah. die she just kind of shattered and disappeared so they're just kind of like all right excalibur uh you guys deal with magic so it's your case yeah. and x factor just kind of pisses off um, <laughs> it's a good trade-off too there's like that's yep, not our sense. jurisdiction yeah like we can't yeah. do nothing here you gotta think that the amount of deaths and stuff that they have to investigate constantly they're just dying to get rid of shed some of them right like this one's oh this one's magic we can't figure it out we're not even gonna try to figure it out it's yours. Yeah, you can only imagine how many cold, cold cases fucking X Factor has to deal with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
With and all then, of their power sets too, right? So right. we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> yeah. So in other world, uh, the group teams up with Megan uh, or Gloriana, and they discover at the site of Betsy's death that the other Captain Britons can't locate her either because they're trying to get a lock on her telepathically and, and whatnot. But they get a glimpse of her waking up as uh, the Queen of England in a bed with Warren. And that's kind of, that's, so that's that a different version. Yeah. So, okay, this, this is kind of weird, but they. That's not her. That's a different our, dimension parallel universe of her. No, it is. But what happens is our, I'll say our. Um, 616. Six, when I say our hour, I mean, yeah, I mean 616, just for everybody listening. So our uh, Betsy woke up in that Betsy's, like her conscience woke up in that Betsy's body. Okay. okay. That's why she had the letter waiting for her. She had yeah. a letter like ready to go. Like, oh, if somebody does take this body of mine, just so you know, this is how you get out. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> like, well, okay. Well, case of emergency. I've been here yeah, before. It's exactly what it was. It was a yeah. letter that was just, in case I start acting weird, let me give me this. Yeah, that was kind of weird. But I'd she be mad, but this makes more sense for how they've been treating Betsy's character and Psylocke's character, which is shells mm. of who they formerly are and who's helping to fill the role of who embodies them. And they, they, they both deal with a lot of duality. And if I'm the right person for it, this body, let alone this world, this job, this life. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up uh, Psylocke or, or Quanon. Yeah. Which is a real name now. Um, is because when Betsy is the Queen of England, she's her boyfriend is Warren. Mm-hmm. So she's back with, with Angel. But she's with Angel. It's interesting because she's kind of like, well, we were never together with me in this body. Yeah, so how does different... that make you feel? And he's kind of like, yeah. what are you talking about? Because it's a different dimension. He's like, I'm in love with you. Yeah. So it, they, they kind of touch on some weird, some touchy subjects uh, of their past from 616. Like, and then he assigns, but Quanon is in that dimension, his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. So it's like, there is a, a parallel there, which I thought was kind of weird, but interesting. Mm-hmm. And then he assigns her to help Betsy get to the lighthouse because in every dimension there's a lighthouse, and that lighthouse is kind of the center of all the dimensions. Yeah. So they have to get to the lighthouse, and then when they get to that lighthouse, she can kind of send her consciousness through out of the Queen of England, Betsy, and back into six one six realm. Uh this is all weird stuff. I'm not big. I'm not a big fan of the jumping stuff, but it's they're trying to explain it, and it does make sense. I get you. I, I appreciate that the characters that aren't. Betsy and Quanin don't have to put in the complex understanding of you're you and your Ku's body because yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. It's just for them and kind of the audience. And even if the audience is a little confused, confused, just press through because eventually you're going to get to a moment where whoever they have to face off with, they're going to have to face off with. So, yeah. yeah so she comes, so she, they get to the, uh, Quanin gets Betsy to the portal. They have a, a strange conversation because Betsy starts like, has this all like survivor's guilt thing and just kind of starts pouring on her. Like, I'm sorry, you know, we were in the same body and, and Quan's just like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I can tell uh, you, you're, you're not lying, but are you trying to say that you want my body? Cause you're not going to get it. And then they kind of get into a bit of a shoving match. Um, Betsy goes through the portal. Our people find her, bring her back, but she's weird. She's disconnected. Yeah. She's Six quiet months. and moody. And I was like, you know, that's understandable, but it's just got a character for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when her brother shows up, she like runs, she like hides from him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? This is 
this is silly. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, now they're taking this so long, it's clearly not Betsy. And I'm like, oh, God, they're doing the Quan in Betsy's body now. That's what I thought was going on. Mm-hmm. Turns out that isn't what's going on, but. There is another sky. But there is, yeah. <laughs> what ends up happening is um, the return of Malice, who yes. is from a, like an old X-Men villain who has no body. She kind of just, not kind of, she just possesses people. And that's what happened when she was, when Betsy was coming back through the, I call it the wormhole just because it's a cool use of the word. Sure. When she's coming back through the wormhole portal, um, Malice hitchhiked caught a ride on it and took over her body and left Betsy's consciousness kind of still floating around 616. They try and get the body and and the spirit together and she doesn't want anything to do with it. So then her and Quanin Quanin have to go into like the astral plane. Yeah. Um, And that's what I'm going to say. We're underselling it, but like all the psychic and kind of mind ish that they do towards the end of that issue or that run or really that cool. yeah. chapter is really really smart really really fun right you get to see how powerful these women are with their minds and like what they manifest and the cool thing about malice is you can tell that she is inhabiting a body with this choker or this chain that's supposed to be on right. everyone's around neck but she figured out the cheat code of like if i swallow it that they don't know that i'm somebody else so often you see characters coughing up like it's betty that like coughs up the necklace and they're like oh it's malice right but uh no, was, like there's all these clever, though yeah my mind daggers and like the way that they can infuse themselves into different things like i loved all the astral pain stuff that was the most interesting stuff out of the book which is them fighting kind of through their mind how do you how do you rack it up against the um uh was the gene and storm Remember going into Storm's Oh, Mario? that was amazing. Emma? No, that was that was because that's those are omegas, and they're they're at the top of their their craft. But like the entire book was painted with no words, so like you 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 can't. That's an untouchable issue. If there's an issue to pull in like own, it's probably one of those that I would do for this run because it was amazing. Yeah, they don't really compare to that one. That one, the the one with the one with um, Gene and Emma that we were talking about, nothing it doesn't beat that. Yeah, they get they go into Malice's mind and try to convince her to join up with Krakoa. She doesn't want to. Nope. So they end up killing her, like <laughs> her conscience or whatever, and reviving her. So they just go against her wishes completely <laughs> and give her her own body, and she's all pissed off. But I guess she kind of sees. That's the MO from Professor X. Usually yeah. it's like. That's right. That's right. Yeah. They'll go by our way, and if not, we're, they're doing it. We're doing it anyway. So. Yeah. Just like, I don't suit. join us in Gregoa. I don't want to. Okay, she doesn't know what's good for her, so let's just kill her and uh, force her to start a life in Gregoa. Yeah. Do what's good for you. We don't know uh, yet, but we expect that to have ramifications down the line and kind of blow up in their faces, as most yeah. of these decisions do. So we have the the, the end the end of that uh, six run, or yeah, six, five or six issues is um, Malice has an origin story which she never yep. had before that's that's new by the way betsy's back kind of and jamie's still hilarious because he's <laughs> yeah you can he... see the jamie and uh sinister trade-off again is still funny yeah. and probably yeah. the funniest thing that happens in that and he just happened to have a spare uh betsy body in his body, basement yes. I, like, <laughs> I love when those two like sinister and jamie talk because you end yeah. up finding these nuggets about who they are personally but like they both see each other as a king on their chessboard, but 
they don't like each other. other a, they see each other as a pawn, which doesn't make sense, but yeah. it's always hilarious. And there's still the cape thing going on. Like Jamie still shows up in his cape. And yeah, it's like, amazing. His sister doesn't like that. Uh, two things I'll say. I like uh, not Jamie. What's the other Maddox? What's the, th- the third sibling of the Maddox family? Brian. Brian. I like Brian's new uh, suit. It and, looks like, dope, man. Colors. I was gonna say it, it kind of Germany colors in it. So uh, it's really smooth, and he's got a whole family now. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this about Richter. Dolphin Sounds appreciates Richter on the level of Cypher. And Cypher can talk to Krakoa and is the voice of Krakoa, but he looks at Richter as the the heartbeat of Krakoa. Like he yeah. understands you can feel this island it's alive and you can move forward. So like I expect Richter to do big things when it's all said and done out of this run. Yeah, he's gonna be a big I think they're gonna they're gearing out to be another Iceman type. Omega in, level in terms, and, in, terms, in terms of power sets, right? Like, and I also think a heel turn. I think he's gonna have to make a decision of if he wants to fight with his crew or with Dolphin mm-hmm. Sounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that happens there. So we'll move on to the next book, which is X Factor. Um, Your favorite team? The five, yeah. The well, we'll get into that <laughs> afterwards. We'll talk about the five along with X Factor are planning on bringing back uh, all the resurrections, but they first need to address the rock side situation, which we talked about um, before. So they kind of they they get. I don't know why I keep saying kinda, but they get they get with Rockslide and and Rachel looks into his mind and she's realizes that his mind only his his mind and memories only go back to a certain point, and it's not what she expected. It's not even that far back. It's like the point that he was resurrected. There's nothing before that. So, like we were saying earlier. I think her line is, uh, "You have to treat her. You have to treat him more like a newborn baby than like old rock slide, because that's right. that's his memory only goes back that far. It's like I was yeah. created here. I know nothing, but yep. the, the, I'm just here, right? So which it's, it's, that's that's different. Still a mammoth of a being mutant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Siren somehow um, is falling to her death, and we like multiple times." Nobody knows why. Yeah, so, like how she keep dying? She's like, I'm yeah. dead again. She, yep. I'm like, she can fly. Why does she keep? <laughs> that was good. What, There's some good lines in there. Yeah. yeah, there were there were some there were some funny parts. Um, and then she and then when they when they um, when they confront her about, it, she lies about it. Or there was all their accidents, and like, okay, well, and then I that was a cool part actually because yeah. the the different members could all. Break down specifically, yes. Yeah, I can tell she's, she's lying, lying because I yes. can tell she's lying because I can yes. tell she's lying. So they all know she's lying in different ways. through different senses. Yeah, one yeah. Through, through sight, one through sound, and one through like pheromones and what she's secreting and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it broke down and gave you a deeper understanding and kind of appreciation of why this team was assembled. Like before, you just thought it was like a hodgepodge, but like no, 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 these guys are actually at the top of their craft and the fact that they now can now lean on each other, even the more stronger. Yeah. And it turns out that the Morrigan has been controlling Siren this whole time, yeah. who has been using hypnosis powers to mess with Polaris and Dakin. The Morgan, not Morgana, right? No, not Morgana. The Morrigan. Okay. She's actually, um, I believe she's from like Hercules. Is she? Yeah. I'll take a word for it. It's a deep cut. She's not from. She's not like an original Marvel Marvel character. She's from. Um, In a book of 
so many deep cuts. There's another one that's adding to the the logo. Yeah, which, but it's interesting because they have the malice. Mythos. They have malice and the Morgan at the same time. Yeah, Morgan was the first Darkstalker. Yeah, Darkstalker. She's from Darkstalker. Sorry. Okay. I believe. But anyway, she is um, controlling Siren. Yeah, Conan the Barbarian. I was right. 1971. I was right. Wow. Conan the Barbarian is when she first um, appears. 1971. So they've they've moved her into here now. But she's here and she's controlling Siren and she's just messing with them. And I don't really understand how. Maybe you can tell me. I don't really understand how Polaris and Rachel teamed their powers up to take the Morgan down. But it happens. No, but I don't even understand. Like, there's kind of like a like uh, Morgan kind of like flirts with like Polaris and like yeah. lulls her into like a sense of like, oh, you can trust me. And then, well, that's that's how she, that's the hypnosis. That's how she gets her. Yes, she uses hypnosis. I, that I appreciate that, but I didn't think like Polaris swung that way. It doesn't really matter. But like the fact that like Pussy almost got her killed. Yeah, is hilarious to me. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because I don't think it was meant to be sexual. I think it was just supposed to be like, um, just. Just a closeness of like, it, it yeah. was supposed to be captured. It was kind of because the way that it was drawn and written, it looked very seductive, and that kind of brings to my point. This book is horny as hell, and it's like, yes, like there was not. So there's we just we just went through four issues, right? So way more happened in Excalibur in five issues than it happened in this in four. Um, one issue difference, but there's there was so like Excalibur took us so long to cover. This one took us five minutes because that's all that happens because the other half of the book is. If people, we're just talking about plot, if we talk yeah. about characters, like there's so I'm much character arc that happens all throughout these books with these there's young a lot gunners, of, yeah. But and their relationships and stuff and their power sets, but but everybody's trying to everybody. Well, not everybody. I shouldn't say everybody's trying to fuck each other because that's not true. It's just there's there's constant couples pairing up, mm-hmm. where it's so much so where it feels like a daytime soap almost is like okay i know not, it's, it's got a little I'm, cw to it but like yes, it helps CW, perfect it helps progress kind of the cold hard csi of it and then when that finally pops up like it's it's treated that more dangerously because you thought it was all fun and games but like no no no, we're playing with serious kind of tones and we need to figure out these things quick because everything that we're trying to hunt inevitably ends up hunting us I disagree, just because I don't think it's written all that well. Like the mm-hmm. the romances, like I understand what you're saying, because uh, in a per- in a per- perfect world, you're right. You got the you got this cold case files or these investigations that are very serious and they're trying to. And then on the other side of it, you have all these couples that are like budding romances. But it's just written really weird. Like when Aurora's talking to Dakin, he's like, I can't remember the words. I didn't write. I should have written it down. But it was like. Sure. Just so corny. I was like, that nobody talks like that. Nobody's going to talk like that. I know it's Dakin and he's like Wolverine's son. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know. There's too much of that going on for my personal liking. That's why you're making fun of it. It's like, oh, it's your favorite book. Because this is my least yeah. favorite book out of all of the X-Men. Krakoa Stuff that we reading, yeah. yeah. By far, my least, my least favorite. I, I do like, iBoy gets to shine in this run. Yeah, he know. Yeah, he's dope. Yeah, he's got way more powers than we thought he does, and he can see like even further than what we thought he could see. Um, What we typically don't talk about is kind of the emails and the writing. And the amazing thing about these comic runs, they always break it down and throw in either a letter between characters or some sort of chart or some sort of information. I loved about this run is there's an email from Northstar to Charles or Charles to Northstar being like, "Oh, we've heard about all the the things you're doing. We congratulate you." 
we know what's going on with Siren and Morgan. Keep us posted. Um, could you please like let us know what's going on with iBoy and like Trevor and all the mutations and everything? And then Northstar, like I said, it's a big thought out paragraph from Charles. And Northstar just writes back, no. And yeah, signs it Northstar. Great. So like I love that that dynamics starting. That's gonna be something that you get you get to watch moving forward of how these guys don't really like uh, authority and the authority that's trying to I guess weasel in on how they run the show. I do like the way um certain characters are written. Like I like the way that this writer does North Star. Mm-hmm. I like the way um I actually like the way they do Rachel and and other characters. Polaris is, is cool too. It's just it's just like it's romances. I don't want to get back into it, but it's something like that. So that but that your specific email of interaction you're talking about was hilarious. Yes. And North Star <laughs> is a dick. Like they have him I like him in a position of power. I really yeah. do. He's almost like, um, I don't mean to, to sour the name of Cyclops, but he's almost like Scott, a, like a, but complete dickhead Scott. Like it's. So like Havoc? No, because Havoc's not that much of a dickhead. I think, I think he Havoc, has his moments though. He has but, his uh, moments, but North Star just, just he is. has power. Yeah. North Star just is, you know, it's just like, yeah. he is a, unless he's with his husband, then he's nice. But otherwise he's just. A dick, right? Because he's he's mean to his sister. He's mean to like I don't want to say mean. He's just like fast and like abrupt. And I don't know if that's because of his power set. He's so fast, like he's gotta. Yeah. I don't have time for all this stuff. And like even when he was looking for for Dakin, he was like, "How did you find me?" He's like, "Well, we triangulated where you were in this area of the map, and then I Mm -hmm. ran around everywhere to find you, which took like seven minutes. So it was like a humble brag, but you understand the way his mind works is like just put me in an area and I'll." figure it out because I'm fast enough to do it. So he's got a, a, uh, a level of arrogance that is hilarious, mm-hmm. especially when it, it meets people that should be above his kind of pay level. And he's like, no, 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 this is my team. He's not, he's not a bad guy. He's just. Nobody's he's very... a bad guy in this world. Everyone has shades of gray. And uh, it's always interesting to see, which is kind of the reward. Anytime a team tips toes and like meets another character or meets another villain or meets something new into the bubble that they've created you get to see how everyone would react outside of what the current writer is writing within the group so i always love those kind of trade-offs before we move on to the next book what did you think of prodigy get getting a farm of dead bodies to study uh weird how that happened but yeah. sage is kind of like here you go yeah he begged for it like it, it, it was like a like a pinpoint of this run of just like I really need this North Star. Like I like there's no other way. If I if I can't do this, we're not gonna find out anything. So um, he had to put his foot down in order to get it. Now he's got it. Uh, I can only imagine what's gonna come out of it. But, Zombies or vampires or plant people or yeah, like, so, yeah, a, a yeah. million different things. There's cracking. The yeah. <laughs> I was that's, that's, I was, I was just asking, what do you think is gonna happen with those? I think zombies. Crackins. Yeah, some, something living inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, we had a bunch of those Russian those Russian dolls, remember? Nesting dolls. That was great. Yeah. That was great. Uh, so that's it for X Factors. We will move on to, I guess, X Men. Because this is the one issue. It's just one X-Men. issue. Yeah. Uh, Krakoa and Arako have been apart for so long that they actually, this is kind of interesting, refused to to rejoin Rejoined. together yeah. like originally planned. Like they had planned that Exosaurus, okay, there's a truce, ceasefire. Now the two nations can. Uh, reconnect yes. everybody's hunky dory again and another slap in the face to what exosaurus was building because yeah. at the end of the day like okay just we'll be friends now like why did i read all of exosaurus it wasn't really a blood feud but then you learn through cypher that it's 
it's not that they don't like each other. It's just it's been so long. They don't even they don't, speak the same language. They can't even they don't know each other. And I love They're how like, they wow. They uh, telegraph that by showing us the vines reaching out and like seeing if they can intertwine. And they're like, nah. And then they just recoil and go back their separate ways. Yeah. And you have Scott, uh, Nate. What's Cable's original name? And Nate, Rachel. Rachel, Ra- and Rachel um, yeah. All looking out to see like, this isn't going to work the way we think it is. And like, nope. They all understand that this isn't going to be as easy to get these two islands back together. So no. Kind and of a fun you, teaser issue. I like how they go over and... They're like, oh, we'll just talk to them. And they, they speak to, uh, what's her name, Issa, like the undefeated ever? Is it, is it Issa? Issa the, the undefeated one, the one who killed Betsy. If, quote, unquote, killed Issa, Issa. It's like four four letters. Yeah, Issa or something. Undefeated. I, we should know this, but I don't have it written down. Um, Listen, we'll be better by part two. Oh, Iska. I do have it written down. Iska. They meet Iska from Morocco, and you can tell how different, like in that one conversation, you can tell how different the nations are whereas Arako you learn has 20 times more mutants than than Krakoa and they're all hardened and their governing council is only Omega levels like you aren't allowed on the governing council like you know the uh, quiet council Krakoa has the quiet council they're not all Omegas but in Arako they're all Omegas they're like the strongest of the strong and they're like they're just hardened they're hardened They're, they're used to war they're used to battle and there's 20 times more of them. So when the council asked for Scott and Jean to join them, but they refused on the grounds of rebuilding the X-Men team, I'd like the members of that team announce themselves. That's kind of a little off to the side, but basically they talked so, to Iska and they were like, okay, so we're." they thought they could just kind of like talk to her and patch things over. And she's like, nah. So when... The council asked Scott and Jean to join them. Like, no, we want to rebuild the X Men and we want to let the members choose themselves. We're not going to go around picking other X Men. We're just going to. So, that's that's dope. Yep. I can't wait to see what team comes out of that. Yep, that's another nugget that you. That's another like seed that we we're going to enjoy watching grow. Is this flourish? Is this the one you read ahead on? This is right. The X Men. Yeah. Yeah. So you read you read ahead on this one. I have not. So you you have kind of an idea was coming, and that's what you said, right? You're like it got so good, I just kept reading. <laughs> I had to keep going. It's X Men. You can't tell me to stop reading X Men. <laughs> Never would. So. Never would. I just like I was like, here's the one issue, and you're like, yeah, I read like six. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we eventually will, so there's no harm yes. in that. But. I have since forgotten it because then you're like, no, read these twelve, and I was like, okay, yeah, oh, Com- completely out the window. Yeah. Blocks it all out. Yeah. So I, I look forward to jogging my memory. I was like, oh yeah, this happens. This is good. But it's definitely a setup issue, right? It's setting up, well, clearly, clearly setting up the new team of X Men, and why setting up another X of Swords. We need to fight in order to bring you guys together. Well, Iska can't be beat, right? She—that's her power. Is she can't lose. <laughs> what is like? Is that a good? Is that good writing or terrible writing? Terrible. Yeah, it's Superman. It's terrible because when when she went to go fight uh, Betsy and X of Swords, like, well, Betsy's dead, and so she Betsy lost the fight, but she didn't die. Yeah, quote unquote, die. So nobody really died in that the, the winter to death, except for Gorgon. <laughs> and it was like off panel. It was like you didn't even see him die. He's, just like, he's dead. It's like what the guy with two swords? Oh man, we have to go back and read that just so I can laugh at like, oh man, those, these guys. The guy with two swords died. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Whatever. Speaking of swords. Speaking of swords, let's get to Cable. Seven uh, and eight. Yeah, there's two issues of Cable. This is kind of on its own thing. Which is uh, good. Which is cool. Just like the other ones have all, 
Excalibur was its own thing, but they had cross paths with X Factor a little bit. I guess Rachel's in this too. So and so Rachel's is Dom. In a lot so of you, this, actually. you can say X Force. Yes, as you will now notice, the summers are taking over all the books yeah. in one way or another because, as Sinister knew from Jump, this is the DNA you want to rock with. This is the end all to be all. Oh, so he loves the he loves the he loves. Who don't love the seed of the the summers, man? Like. We they even talked about Vulcan, and I know Vulcan's still floating around, but we get in this run Rachel, Nate, Scott, Alex, little Gene. So it's gonna be good, man. But back to Cable, this seems to be Attack of the Clones because he's got a whole other. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of, the, of this whole thing. It was the Order of X thing was cool, and the clone things, anyways. Cable, uh, along with Rachel and some Philly detectives, they were kind of they were pretty cool. They're funny. No, they were they were funny. They were cool. Yes, I mean that's what I meant by cool. <laughs> okay. Are on the hunt for missing mutant babies that the Order of X are kidnapping. If you don't need a refresher on who the Order of X are, it's the people that like worship mutants, and they it's like this cult, but they're obsessed yeah. with mutants so much so that they want to become mutants somehow. So they 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 think by like kidnapping mutant babies and then I guess sacrificing them or something, maybe eating them. I don't know. They're not they, wrong. They want to. Like, that we know of. I don't know how to become a mutant. But. They'll get mutant powers or something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, what they discover is that one of the cult is being mind controlled by Strife, and Cable awesome. teams up with Domino to find out why. If you don't know who Strife is, that's a clone of Nathan Gray. There you go. Old Cable, that's gone crazy. I just love the fact that uh, Domino is now teaming up with Cable again, yeah. and they have a they have a little trade off talking about. Where Domino misconstrues what Cable says, and she's like, "You've tried so many times in your old man, and now you're too young for me." And Cable's yeah. like, "No, no, no, I gotta go follow this guy, right?" So like, there's this whole like Domino may have some sort of attraction to Cable at a level where he was at the same age as her, but she can only ever find him too old or too young to really uh, engage with. It doesn't matter. Like Cable's still getting girls. He's got the one of the triplets. Cuckoos, yeah, Phoebe. He's good with that, and. I didn't enjoy the clones, but I enjoyed the the scene of killing clones because it's like Domino that saves the day. Makes me think that that one escape could eventually turn into another version of Strife. Because if they're doing an old Cable and a young Cable, and we they're establishing that there's an old Strife, could you have a young Strife as well? Maybe because I, I mean, young Cable killed old Cable. That's how he became the new Cable, right? Right. Um, so kill in the sense of an X Men book because nobody's yeah. really dead because yeah. we get that teaser in one of the issues that. Old say, cables, yeah, go for it. And they've been teasing him in this run even yeah. before Exosaurus because in the old, all I wrote was that they end up in Japan fighting a dozen of cable clones, but still don't find the other missing five babies. Yeah. Assuming they're somewhere <laughs> yeah. lost in time with stripes, so they found one baby, but they couldn't find the other ones. Uh, in the future, old cable falls into a trap. That was the end of my yeah. notes for that. <laughs> Par for the course. They're very. Um, Subtle with the cable, the future cable stuff, the old cable stuff. Where he's just like in a it desert. seems like they're they're saving that for a big reveal of something. Yeah, that absolutely. May change the entire course of everything that's going on. So I don't think this book is that long. I think it's like twelve issues. So I think I could be wrong, but, this, but it's not. It's not. It didn't, it's like it ended in this in this we're, run. We're so. reading the series, so there's nothing we'll to say it. that cable old cable doesn't pop up in X Force. Right where he normally belongs. So, mm-hmm. can't wait. 
but not something that I'm thinking of, right? There's certain things that you have to kind of forget from this entire run because if you think you can hold on to that nugget, you're going to miss something else that's happening as you read. This is my bag right here. Hellions. I love this stuff. This is the good stuff. I know you said... Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know you were talking about X-Force and stuff, but I want to listen. Listen, man. They both got a Summers, so I'm not mad. Ah. Hellions. X-Force oh, is it? Summer. Well, kind of. Yeah. Cheat. It's fine. Do you want to talk about X Force? You want to talk about Hellions? Which one do you want to talk about? Hellions up. I already have Hellions pulled. And again, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up talking about Alex and how he fails everybody. But this this was a crazy type of story. Like I really enjoyed this isolated run because we're coming out of death. Apparently, only Sinister knew was like a real death because they lose Nanny and Widowmaker. And you want me to get the summary or? Yeah, Wild Child. That's the only three names I can remember. Go for it. Yeah, this I love this. This this was also, I think, the best run out of the Exo Sword stuff too, because they were just doing their own. Remember, they had that side mission, but then it yeah, ended they, up being they didn't have to touch with it. Yeah, yeah, they they thought they were going in to steal the weapons before the Exo Sword tournament could start, not realizing that the tournament had already started and then finished. And what they were really doing was just going in there to steal like um, DNA from Morocco things so that Sinister could have them. Like it's Sinister just he's just completely duping them constantly and it just doesn't change here right so coming right out of, right out of uh the previous issue number six where the team met tarn the uncaring that guy that looks like a martian and his minions basically Araco's version of sinister that's who tarn is like when tarn was talking to them he's he's sinister he's their mr sinister yeah. right uh and that's when they they realized sinister led them on a fake mission for the swords instead of to steal the Arachal mutant genes, right? That's they they kind of that's how the, this starts. They're like, "Oh shoot, you used us again." You used us <laughs> again because they when they meet Tarn, Tarn's like, "We talking the, the tournament's done." Yeah, <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Anyways, the team was killed, save for Quanan. Uh, Sinister clone died. Nanny died. Orphan Maker and Wild Child died in Arachal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Empath got killed by Gray Crow. In Otherworld, and Havoc, hilarious. and Havoc and Grey Crow were killed by Sinister and Krakoa. So the entire team, except for Quan, got killed. Just different places. Yeah, but but I just love coming out of this issue. Like, the first time we see Sinister, he's, like, knelt down on a tombstone. He's crying out for, like, oh, he's his, such a... his team. Yeah, but he's just hamming it up. And it's, it's, so, it's so perfect. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but, but Nanny and Orphan Maker coming out are... Definitely not. And Wild Chateau is there too. Child, like, yeah. They're not the same. Again, there's something not working with this whole reanimating process. And this connects back to X Factor and what we're talking about uh, when they're investigating what happened with Rockslide and how right. he came back different. They realize here that when people die in Araco and come back in Krakoa, they come back as like themselves, but to, like the power of 10. So it's, you know what I mean? It's like. It's you, but it's your version, which is like extreme, like the extreme version of you. So if you're yeah, you a get, funny you person, get up. Yeah. yeah. If you're like, if you're like a Joker, and you're funny or something like that. You come back and you are just literally nothing but jokes, nothing but jokes. Yeah. It's someone like Wild Child, who's maniac, basically saber tooth, like a mini saber tooth. Yeah. He's just a full on just animal. baby tooth. Yeah, he's just an animal. Like he's literally like a saber tooth tiger at this point. Yeah, and but he, but he's not now, right? Like now he has that whole like like 
essentially he's seen the other side and he's like, I need to find my my lady wolf. I was just gonna to say find- that all he yeah. wants to do is kill and mate. That's all he wants to do. Yeah, he's, he's it's, it's amazing. It's like I yeah, like he wants to like procreate now. Like he kind of sees the light of like mm-hmm. what I was doing before will only take me so far. Like now I wanna and Grey Wolf kind of like laughs him off. But Grey you can this Grey Crow. Grey Crow kind of laughs him off, but you can kind of see like him respect him a little more to be like, okay, like you, you have purpose now. Yeah. So let's see if we can get you there. Well, and, he's, and then we get another we get another layer peeled back when we learn uh, Sinister and Quan's deal and why she's so loyal to him yeah. is because he has her. I don't know if it's true or not, by the way, but it goes yeah. back to the Apeth, yeah. the, the stupid was it the Fallen Angels. Remember the five issues of Fallen Angels? Yeah, which that was, was so amped for, and then it was kind of like. Eh. A beautifully looked book, but yeah. like I don't think as well thought out, especially with what we know about Quan and now and Psylocke. You could have done so many different things with it. But it was clearly a precursor to this book because that's set the stage for her this relationship between Sinister and Quanin, where he has her daughter's uh, entity or soul or spirit, DNA, or consciousness, something. Yeah, yeah some sort of D- that's right, DNA. You're right. Any the strain DNA of DNA that he's able just, to, yeah. he's able to have talk to Quanin. Whichever she wants to. Is it real? I don't think so. I think. <laughs> yeah, but how, how are you going to know? I don't, but I don't think that's like. The I don't believe anything he says. I don't believe him, but I don't feel like that's a lie that he would take. I, I do. We'll see. I do. I don't think he's an upstanding citizen. I just feel like he doesn't fuck around with DNA. Like, that's the one thing that he's just like, I'm a god here. To the no. point that, like, people come for him and be like, yo, give me bodies. Like, I'm trying to. Like the whole fucking arcade thing is like, give me bodies. I'm I'm trying to populate murder world. I believe it's her DNA. I don't believe it talks to Quanon. I think he's doing that. Okay. Say that. that. I was trying to, but you kept talking. Listen, I'm excited about this run (laughs) because so many things happen and they're seemingly throwaway things. But Mm -hmm. because this team is so reckless and so well-suited to be around each other, you get all these nuggets that are kind of amazing. Well, it's cool, though, because uh, <clears throat> the three that died... Well, everybody's brought back to life. They're all revived, but the three that died in Arako, um, Orphan Maker, Nanny, and Wildchild, only two of them are brought back. Orphan Maker, they can't bring back. He's stuck in, like, a stasis because they don't want to activate his mutant power, which is... Um, he's, like, highly radioactive or something, and if he is... If he exists... Without his armor on, he's basically going to cause like a global meltdown, which is amazing. Which is like holy shit. Okay, so so, so this, you can you can kind of see how the book could end. Yeah. So this run is like so Professor X actually steps in. It's kind of like nah, <laughs> not this one. <laughs> he he stays in this like I guess fetal stage. Yeah. Until we have somewhere to put him, and that's so that's, and that's where. They, when- that's where Nanny steps in and kind of puts the armor on him and kind of births him back. Right, but the, the, this this whole book, like this middle section, is their mission to get the armor, right? Oh yeah. Right. So that's what I mean. So it's not. It's yeah. You're right. She puts it on him, but um, the whole there's a whole middle section of this of this run is them just yeah going on this mission to get the armor, and they meet up with. Well, let me hand during the yeah during the mission. Camera. They meet up with Cameron Hodge. It was a former purifier. Mm-hmm. Remember with all the robots? Yep. The androids? Yeah. So during this mission, Wild Child and Nanny get right to business. Locate a ship and leave the other four fighting off robot AI and Cameron Hodge. Like when they get there, it sounds like 
all right, when I say go, we go. And they look over and while child May is already so he's running off killing yeah, robots, amazing. right? Yeah. Um and then you kind of see the oh, intellect and, of the rest of the team though, right? Because yeah. the robots for Hodge are sentient. So they're they're operating well, they're, off they're of, AI, of sentinel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're they're operating off of like this sentient sort of uh, sentinel based operation of like mutant bad, people good, everything else kill, right? And so you think they're gonna stick to that and with certain reveals because empath proves to be wait. What do you I was just gonna ask you before you go on, what do you think Ape Empath? I don't like him, but he's amazing. Yes, okay, so exactly how I feel. Like he's so handy and he's so funny. And he's so but useful, he's, but, I but he's such an asshole, like the biggest asshole. But like you can kind of see where that's stemming from in the second half of this run. Yeah. So like that plays up to it. But without empath, they would have never figured out what they need to figure out about Hotches. Yeah, because he realizes he tries to read him and he tries to um, sorry, he tries to mind control him and he can't. And he starts laughing and Cameron's like, what? What's so funny? He's like, well. I can't read you. He's like, of course you can. I have like, he's like, no, no, no. I can't read you because you're not human. Yeah. You're one he's of like, them. what? He's like, and he's just laughing. He ends up dying again, which is hilarious. He's like the new, yep. um, uh, oh, what's his name? <laughs> no, no, no. He's the new, um, what's the mutant name with the, freak, the pink? Oh, he's a uh, Omega Kid Omega. Kid Omega. He's a new Kid Omega, right? Because he dies constantly. I can't remember forget his name. And now Empath just keeps dying. It's so he's like passed the torch to him. Yeah, I mean it's the pink team. Pink is an unlucky color in this yeah. run world run. Um, yeah. So and then like Hodge, like the AI, AI ends up turning against him and stuff. And yeah, and he gets because of that, the AI learns that these mutants are their friends. So like. One of them befriends Alex, and Havoc's yeah. like, we're friends now? He's like, he, the robot, like, computes new ways to, like, talk to the, the mutants and everything. Yeah. And you think everything's going hunky-dory for these guys, but meanwhile, Wild Child and Nanny are, and Grey Crow and Psylocke. Psylocke are all in the main base. Yeah, they're doing their own thing. I was just saying, Nanny and, Nanny and Wild Child are getting the armor. Meanwhile, Psylocke has her own mission to do, and Grey Crow kind of just goes along with her. And yeah, she's doing the self destruct. She wants to take down all the the robots, which makes Magneto. sense. Magneto yeah. told her to do this, so I was like, yes. "Oh, okay." And even like <clears throat> ice in her veins, this chick. She's just like even Grey Crow's kind of like, oh, "I don't want to push this button." She's like, "Fine, I will." Yep. And just fries the. Grey Crow tries to offer up being the killer for this moment, and mm -hmm. she knows Grey Crow enough to be like. Like, I see you. You're not a killer. I am. And, like, hits the button. And, like, you see Grey Crow kind of conflicted with not necessarily the lifestyle, but the choices he has to take. Oh, he's turned on. Well, but, well, he yes. Plus, he's going to get him killed. But Silax's all about, she already sees her end goal. And if her end goal is her daughter getting back, everything else is just fucking white noise. So I don't mm -hmm. care how I have to do it and who's in my way. I'm doing it. So that's an amazing, amazing way to end the book because... Alex ends up heartbroken because he thought he made a friend and like exploded and kills himself. Um, Greco's doesn't know if he's a true killer or not. Uh, Psylocke, they're still looking at Psylocke if we, they can fully trust her because Alex and Psylocke were having this whole like, why do you keep taking Sinister Side? Like, yeah. what is what is this connection here? And she's like, you don't trust me, trust me. 
Don't worry about all that other stuff. Right? So, like, I loved how that one issue ended. And the flip of, like, what happens when they go back just made me love this this run so much more because they go back and Sinister's gone. And it's a whole, a whole other thing has to happen now. Yeah. Well, so, there's yeah, there's a couple of things. Like, what did you think of the killing the AI thing? Because they made it seem like it was kind of, like, so it's a, it's a orders from Magneto is the AI can't because AI can be hacked and, and it can be related to them yep. like like it was with the purifiers and that's yep. so that was the, the the submission within this you could actually say that that's the main mission the submission was the the armor for the armor yeah armor right but regardless or irregardless of that um regardless made it they made it seem like like havoc was really distraught he was kind of like man I like I got to them because dude can't get a win like I don't know what it is about uh, Alex and Havoc in this run. Like they make him just the the whipping boy for down on down on his luck. Eh? If there was no empath, I'd feel the worst for Havoc. Mm-hmm. But like he can't figure out heads to tails of what his path is and wh- what team he should be rolling with and like who he can trust. Fine, did, fair. Did, did you see the last words that came up uh, for the AI? Do you have it written up? No, I don't have it written down, but it was. It was something because remember you say they changed the programming to like mutant is friend and it's like yeah mutant is not friend and I was like deceiving and so it's like okay well now they're gonna come back yep and they're gonna be pissed off or not pissed off but you know but it makes sense if there's actually a Cameron Hodgen out there so like you can't have this tech rolling if this genius evil genius is gonna be using it to take down as many mutants as possible and what did you f- this one thing that, that I like, I thought was dumb was the the baby robot that Nanny finds. I don't mind it, but it makes more sense for the growing pains that you see between Nanny and Orphan Maker. Right, but how's that robot gonna grow? It's a robot. Is that what's suspending your disbelief? Is this gonna be a baby robot? Like, do they, do they upload it to a different body? Is that how it works? Like when it gets older, and it, then it could. I wasn't thinking that. Uh, I that was thinking weird. that. They're just gonna keep adding armor to it, and it's gonna go bigger. But that's, I don't. That's know. What I mean, so I, that's what I mean. If they, I wish she had found like just a head of a, like a robot okay. head, and like and built something out of it. And it's like, but oh, not... it's my first day alive, and then they could just because it's like a baby robot. Okay, so that's so not it, endearing, right? It's not gonna and, like, grow. Now, it's not a person. Like, but now she has a secret, and now she yeah. has a competition for Earth Maker. Like now she, now she's right, kind of a rogue agent, right? Out, so like, almost. that's a real and like that. That could be the one thing. That ends up bringing them down because she, they didn't destroy all of the AI, right? So, like, oh, I like, yeah. the, I like what the plot device for was for. Uh, if you're trying to like nail me to the board for uh, consistencies and like how does a robot grow, I don't have those answers. But again, we're in the world of extended <laughs> comics, so like, I'm not really bending my brain power on like this doesn't make sense to me. Um, no, and I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't mad about it. But I was like, that's I did like the strange, cheating, but it's, it's it's corny. Yes, I'll give you it's that. A uh, it's okay. So when Orphan Maker comes back, he's much more just like uh, Nanny and Wild Child. He's much more unruly and snippy. He's like this moody teenager now. Yeah, he's grown, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like, I don't need a nanny anymore. And he's like, no, I need to change this now. And he's trying to bark orders with her, and Nanny's walking off. So mm-hmm. he's not he's not putty anymore. And then Sinister meets with Mastermind about some deal that they have cooking up, but ends up double crossing him, and eventually, was that? Was last time saw Mastermind? Yeah. I think it was, wasn't he in an early, you know, it's probably, you know, 
But like this, for, if we're building a hellfire, it's nice to see these guys start popping up, right? Actually, I was listening to it. He, he stands out to me because I was listening to, uh, a few years ago. They had like these Marvel podcasts. I think they probably still have them. And they tell stories, like original stories for certain characters. And one was a, there's there a couple Wolverine stories. One was in the winter in like the Alaska. And the okay. second one was like in the bayou. And the villain in there was Mastermind. Sweet. So it, the way it's all an audio podcast, but it tells the stories. And it was it was interesting. So he said that to me. I was like, oh, last time I saw him was that podcast. Um, He's a mind fuck. That's for sure. Yeah. So but he meets with, they, yeah, he double crosses Sinister and takes him captive as well as the rest of Hellions for Arcade, who is one of my least. I can't stand this guy. I hate him. I've always hated him. I hate him now. I hate him. I just don't like him. I don't like the character. I don't like his he's, whole... He's a Riddler. Exactly. And he has not... no discernible qualities. He's a toy maker. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. But then he wants, like, they, they play him up as if he's this big bad. It's kind of like, man, this guy's like... But you you can read past that. that he's a right. sub-boss. Because, exactly. And what we get from him is he assembled Mastermind, and Mastermind really gets the nuggets for what you want from this group. So Also... also his, his internal protocols message is hilarious. <laughs> issue ten, issue ten. It's like when you when it was like when you walk. I don't have the written down, but it's like when you walk by me, you must look at the floor. Confirm, confirm. <laughs> but us also don't look at the floor every time. You must address me. I won't address you back, but you need to address me because like confirm. Oh, you need some respect. For, like it was like confirm. ridiculous. Like the, the it's like the. The, when uh, I say shut up, you shut up. Confirm. Yeah. Confirm. Like, the confirmed like, stuff got me. No, not, not so much. Not even that. It was like a. It was like a side page. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and find it. It was. It was really funny. It was. Um... Arcade's whole plan is he's trying to populate his murder world warehouse full of clones. Yes. So he needs the clone master, which is sinister. For whatever reason, has to pull a root canal on him, and then mm-hmm. sinister starts talking differently. Like his the way that they write him, his, yeah. his speech is slurred and like drugged up and kind of he's still trying to be charming sinister but he can't because he's like now missing literal teeth from arcade but yeah, yeah the the whole plot essentially by arcade is i need mastermind to brainwash hellion's team to think that they're living a life that they're not living and that's where you really get the nugget from this issue in this run i wanted to say episode but you know it's not an episode so like you hate arcade because he's whatless but Mastermind is the one that ends up, you find all these nuggets about all these characters about this run, right? Like I loved how um, they gave you each room and then they told you what it was. Like room three, Psylocke was compassion and it's just her, her fantasy is being with her daughter, right? Um, room two is Grey Crow and it's absolution, like him uh, defeating whatever war that he's in with his troops, right? Uh Empaths is satisfaction. He's just eating. Uh, Wild Child is aggression. He's fighting Sabretooth and Wolverine and winning that fight. Uh, Nanny's a, Nanny and Orphan Makers is protection. So it's a room full of children. And Nanny loves them all. Um, and then Orphan Maker gets two nannies. Havoc's room is passion. And the pussy that got him killed is back to get him killed. Which is... It's it's not Morgan Le Fay. Which... Yeah. which that's the clone of Jean, right? No, not Morgan Le Fay. Uh... It's it's a gene clone. Yeah. I can't remember which one. Madeline it's Pryor. Madeline. Madeline. I I, I guess two mix up too. I I had to look that up quickly. I'm not a then, real Dex fan fan. And then when Arcade wants to squeeze him, he flips it, and then you see their nightmares and all of that shit. Just amazing, amazing book. Well, as I was gonna say is that I was gonna just 
run through the back half of this. Please do. Yeah, so he holds all the Hellions in psychic torture, like you were, like you were talking about, um, and wanting Sinister to make him his own clones for uh, Murder World. Excuse me. Well, he agrees to it, but what? But he still, uh, Sinister agrees right away. He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. And Arcade's <laughs> like, oh well, that was a little fast, but I'm gonna hold your team a bit longer because I wanted I want to torture them. So, so. <laughs> that was kind of funny. And so Salak ends up. They're all sadistic. They're all just <laughs> sadistic assholes. It's amazing. Well, you, you, you explain what all the prisons were like. They're mind prisons. And Psylocke is the first to break her illusion. Uh, and she, she's also Amazingly the strongest too. psychic. She's also the strongest psychic on the team too, right? So I just, I just want to talk about how how she figures out to break it, right? Like she's she's about to give her daughter pudding, and she's like, "What's your name?" And her daughter's yeah. like, "What, sweetheart?" It's like, "No, no. What's your name?" And daughter's like, "I don't know." She's like, "Where am I?" She's like, "I don't know." And like. Then you see Psychologue be like, I got to get out of here. This is not home. And it, it was amazing. From then on out, I was like, as if you weren't already gripped in this book, there's another reason to be like, yes, go. What's going to happen? It's kind of like that. It's, it just reminded me, remind me of Bitch Planet. Remember when he, was, <laughs> when he was like, what's your name? He was talking to his daughter. Oh, what did you want to do? And she's like, oh, I don't, you know, I just want to do this. He's kind of like, okay. I knew right away she was fake. It's the same sort of thing. Parents know. Yeah. Parents know these things. Um. Yes, she breaks the illusion and she... Remember that. Parents know. So I don't know if Sinister can fake it for Quanit. Because parents know. Let's go and put that out there. We don't know. We'll find out when we find out. But So um, she calls to Grey Crow and, and the others eventually, which some of them have to sort... They sort of break their illusions too. So Grey Crow is the first to come and she like it's the ages it's time differently it's so funny because mm-hmm. like Psylocke is super old yeah she's been living years upon Just years killing this Aired, same yeah. clone or evil version of her over and over and over again and he's kind of like whoa what happened to you but it's not real it's, <laughs> it's funny um who's gonna get him killed yep. but uh, they end up grouping together and eventually Psylocke overpowers Mastermind which is very impressive it's just they've been at it for like a week so Mastermind just <laughs> He's so tired. He's, so tired. Like, he's just like, yeah, dude, just sweating buckets in the chairs. Like, I got this. Meanwhile, we didn't talk about the real pull. The only reason Mastermind is doing this is because Arcade stole his daughter and, like, is threatening to kill her. Right. So, like, Mastermind's like, I'm between a rock and a hard place, right? So, like, I'm not going to drop the ball because, like, you're going to kill my daughter. Yeah, so it ends up being a sleight of hand to uh, overthrow Arcade because, like you said, he had Mastermind's daughter tied up. Or, or, you know, in hold. So the, the, that, that's the whole confirm thing, right? Like that's the confirm confirm is Arcade relaying a message to the bunker where Mastermind's daughter is and whoever's holding the daughter. Yeah. It, and right? then so. all of this so Sinister can have his own hand in Arcade's clones by his design. So I don't know what he's planning. Like he's always got some. Well, you love clones, so we can't wait I to have it. Clones. We can't wait to see what happens from this. No more clones. But again, just proving again how smart and strong Psylocke is, proving how much Grey Crow is going to push going to get him killed, proving how much, how broken kind of Havoc is with like who he loves and who he's still trapped by. Like you get all these nuggets from who these are individually that when they're forced together, like you, you, you're praying for this team to come out, but. I think a lot of writings on the wall, like there's not going to be a lot of survivors in Hellions. Hellions was basically their suicide squad. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, let's jump to before the, the last two are pretty. There's three more uh, runs we gotta get to. Let's get to the shortest one first, which is Marauders. Um, this was I loved this. This was a great um, setup because it it's time to pay the piper as Emma and Kate and Storm pay Sebastian Shaw visit about his treachery and how he plans to pay for them. Yeah, I didn't I didn't expect this level of revenge to happen. Loved it. Love it. It's still good. Because remember, Sebastian killed Kate. Black King. Yeah. He killed Kate and Lockheed way back at the beginning of Exoswords. Yeah. And when they found out, I think Bishop found out first, right? They were like, we'll deal with it later. Well, later is here. Exoswords is done. The tournament's over. Like I said, now it's time to pay the piper. Um, publicly, Quiet Council, who will no doubt banish him to the hole uh, with Sabretooth. So the, the, so the base is like, okay, we can do with this two ways. We can do it publicly, like I was saying, the Quiet Council will, will banish him to the hole with Sabretooth, or privately, where Kate and Emma are the judge, jury, and executioner of your fate. Yeah, they systematically break him down, like just walk yeah. through the door, right? Like they, and he tries they shoot to bail, him with, and it's like, no. Nah. No, nah, you can't do that. They shoot him with a gun that like negates his power set. So, yeah. one, two, um, then they like beat him up. Like he gets a couple shots to the groin in the face. Two, Lockheed comes back, takes an eye. Three, they poison him, so he's like paraplegic. Four, yeah. and then like they wheel him <laughs> into yeah. the meeting to be like, now he votes for us. Like Blackheed is one of ours now. And they're like, oh my gosh, like the amount of ways that they disassembled this man <laughs> and then like bled, bled him dry to be like oh, we still need your vote though so like you're just gonna roll what, what we're doing yeah so, like, i thought it was great i thought it was it's, great. it's well to that or you, you're bash, you're banished in the hole no one's gonna see it we haven't seen Sabretooth in like two years and they so, did drop the name of Sabretooth too they're like yeah. we'll banish you the hole with Sabretooth. it's like yeah. oh yeah Sabretooth down there yeah. Sabretooth go kill somebody exactly. so yeah no it's amazing it's been amazing i like how they did their due diligence too they checked in on uh, the black bishop and stuff and they talked to them. It was kind of like, we we have your king, <laughs> and like oh, they, but then like oh, we we knew nothing about it. Like they just they were just vetting to see who else knew about it, and only Sebastian knew about it. So, only and I knew. love that it's all power players, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, Kate's red red queen, and then Emma's red queen. I mean, white oh, queen. queen. Yeah. So the fact that they're usurping the black king's throne, so they can have another seat at the table, I. Like everything that made all the comeuppance made me laugh, but once they go to the quiet council, they're like, "Yo, what's up with this dude?" They're like, "Hey, man, if you want to find out what's going on with this dude, you got to vote for it." They're like, "All right, fine, I vote." And half of them were like, "Yes, vote." What happened? But the other half were like, "Nope, we don't want what's going on. Keep it moving." It was like a stalemate. It was so good. Like they used their own politics against them to be like, "No, you can't talk about this now. We didn't vote on it, so like, leave it alone." I laughed so hard, bro. It was so good. It was so good. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was good. It was. I love that too. I love that the whole scene. Because <laughs> even uh, Sebastian's like, no, like he votes against revealing yeah. what happened because yeah. then he has to like snitch on himself. So yeah, there's like so many. Mystique lo- was the only one was kind of like, ah, okay, care. fine, I'll bite. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's. But Moses was like, no, 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 yes, yes. And I, I love that it's progressively coming that like nobody wants to be on the quiet council especially the x-men they're like nah i don't want my seat anymore man there's too much pressure there's too much weight there's too many things going on there that i don't want to know about like usually you try to ascend the ladder for power because you want to hold it and use it but there's a lot of 
teams and mutants that are just like, no, man, the higher up I go, the uglier it gets. And I don't like knowing all the stuff that I know. Um, that I'll talk more about that when we get to X-Force because, man, it's beast MO. Yeah. But uh, in this book specifically, power is such an interesting dynamic because Kate has always proven to be a boss. And even when someone tries to call her Kitty, she's like, no, no. Now, the rest of them are like, it's Kate, right? Like, they, they all hammer that down. So, like, Kate's been respected by her team for the longest. The fact that now, like, the Quiet Council has to, like, look at her as, like, a major player is crazy. But I, I love that, like, Emma's kind of still pulling the strings in a very, very low-key, uh, subtle way. Because I feel like she's even got her own things cooking, being part of, like, she's now... I can't remember the name of the corporation that she runs, but she own, she owns Hellfire. this large. There you go. Like she has the Hellfire Corporation, and that's starting to make more money, right? Um, I think the next story is going on with like Storm and uh, what's the mutant with the bow staff and the eye patch uh, that runs the the mutants that are in the sewer? Uh, Calibut, Cala, damn it! No, Callisto. Um, Callisto, but. So basically, what happens with the with the trading co right the the shakeup with the with the power the the power shakeup there means that so it used to be the black like black king and black bishop would deal with like the black market stuff and the the white queen and and white bishop would deal with the countries that were in on the whole yep everything uh, on the level now they've switched that around yes like all right so the black mar- the 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 whites will now take care of the black market <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> I knew you were going to laugh too because I have it written down like that. And I was like, shit. It has, of course, to be whites and blue. The whites will obviously the black country. And the blacks will switch to the yes country. That's so funny. I knew that was going to happen. Anyways, but that's, that's how it works now. So they've just switched responsibilities. Yes. To, to and keep, now that. It keeps Sebastian Shaw completely out of that. Yeah, that because the, the, they're pulling his strings now too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so we've got your underhanded company, but now we have you as the face looking at everything, but you're not even going to get to talk. You're going to be in a wheelchair. Like, it looks like he has cerebral palsy. Like, yeah. half of his face is falling off. It's amazing. And, and then, then they're talking for him. So, oh, the, can't wait for all the stuff that's going to come. Then the subplot there is Kate and the Marauders buy out properties in Lowtown of Madripoor to undercut the uh, Veranditi, the Veranditi's, like, Enzal. Remember, they have, like, they they own okay, the right. Junior Hellfire yep. Club and the, and Zhao. They like own a whole bunch of magic points. It's just like trash. So Kate and the Mirage like, all right, we're just gonna buy all these properties here and suit them up. That's gonna come back around. Yeah, at some at point. Some point. Yeah. Sidebar: do, do you think they always wanted to take Madripoor, or like someone's just like, not nope. this is the spot? It just happened. Yeah. N- not in terms of the characters. I feel like the writing. Like oh, the writing. All the places, oh. all the places in the world that you could have decided. Like here's going to be kind of a another HQ they're going to build up. No, I think it's because Madri- 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 comes up constantly, right? Like, yeah, because it's, Madri- it's fun to write in, right? And it's anything goes. It's the fun. To it's, the anti- it's the anti Switzerland, right? Madripoor, where it's kind of everybody has a truce, but not really truce. But truce, I mean, like everybody hates each other. And they Should have picked the. German town. Shout out to our German listeners. Bow, bow, bow. Oh. Did you hell? Why did your no, I like that? I was like, Achtung. careful. That whites and black stuff over there. You do it. Yeah, <laughs> the whites do this, and the blacks <laughs> over there. Wait, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at that. <laughs> Another related semi-racist thing. Moving on. Moving on. All right, here we go. X Force and Wolverine. These these books kind of 
they kind of go hand in hand. No. Well, it's it's because I think Wolverine's the through line. I read them back and forth, but you're right. The Wolverine stuff deals more with vampires, and the X the X Force stuff deals with and a bigger what's picture. It, uh, we'll start. We'll, we'll start with Wolverine. Team X. That's the stuff that like threw me off. I, I read Wolverine last. Do you so remember? Like, do you remember? On the top. Do you remember when we talked about? I think when we first did this, we're like, "What mutants yes. are missing?" You remember yes. that? Yep. And my top, I think one of my top choices was like Maverick, Maverick or something. Because so yeah. he's one of my favorites. I loved him as a kid. There's an issue I have of like X-Men Unlimited, I think. You're such a boy scout. Of course you like Maverick. How's he's he? a dirty Cyclops. Yeah, actually, it's, like, it's not that bad. But his power yeah. is cool. He's got, he's got the Sebastian Shaw power where he just turns yeah. sharpshooter, but he also turns the kinetic energy against, energy against them. But I loved him. But I have this, I have this issue of like X Men Unlimited. Before you, before you get off, he's oh like, God. if Domino, I just want to get this off. If if Domino and Bishop had a kid, it would be Ma- uh, be Maverick. That's what you want to say. I kind of did. That's what you described the power set as, man. I don't want to talk. About, I don't even talk on my issue anymore. Okay. That's a lie. You love Maverick. I, I lost you, it. you have a raging clue for. Well, no, I, I love now. him. I love him because I, I have this Marvel Unlimited issue. I don't know what number issue it is, but it, it's him hunting um, Sabretooth. Through so like a church oh. and stuff, and Sabretooth has gone feral, and it's like he has to put all these stops. He takes Sabretooth down, and he takes him to Professor X because he's like, I don't know what to do with him. And that's when Professor X takes him in and tries to like mess with his mind, which then brainwash leads to, him, yeah. <laughs> which then leads to like the whole confrontation with him and Psylocke down the road, where he like almost kills Psylocke and stuff. It's it's really cool. Back when she was like weaker, I don't know. Anyways, so that's what I appreciate about the Wolverine issue because they do. Team X flashbacks and the way that they love it. it. There's a there's amazing paneling where they show a character's face in the foreground and then they'll decide to pull a specific cells like it'll be like a nine sheet Mm -hmm. and they'll pull specific cells to show what the actual present day action is happening. But you'll see a face like you'll see Sabatou's face in nine panels. I was like, oh, this is amazing! Like they knew what they were doing, and the fact that Wolverine has to basically dig up his his skeletons that are buried. For whatever reason, and vampire stuff aside, if it was just the black ops and like sorry the black market, uh, what do you call it auction? Man, I would I could have read another three issues of just the faces, the names, and the kind of the stuff that they had there, mm-hmm. and like following different threads of like why do you want this specifically? Right, I loved all that stuff, but it was more of a snatch and grab. Like we gotta get Maverick out of here. Yeah, I agree with you. The vampire stuff took me out as well. I like the other stuff uh, much more. Much more interesting. Um, but yeah, so there's the vampire arc, there's the Maverick and, and T-Max arc, and then there's the whole relationship with Jeff Bannister and uh, the X-Desk, right? So Jeff Bannister and Wolverine share war stories together. Uh, we learn about a few new things. The X-Desk, which is behind behind the scenes like behind yeah. the behind the scenes yeah which is like how deep does this go jesus yeah we learned about beast shadow room that was that was nuts really really cool that's like 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 a mind danger room go ahead. yeah it's like a mind danger room. That, yeah. that's all i had for it i was yeah. just like the, i just remember that nugget where they he basically has he has they go through a list too in one of the the, the um interstitials but like oh yeah he's got a he's got a camera in this guy's office and a camera in this guy's home with the statue and he's got a <laughs> mic over here on this guy's phone so he's just picking up constant like constant things of every so he's got intel everywhere right from this, from this 
from the Shadow Room stuff. Right. Uh, then we learn about the Mercs and Maverick. And we learn about the yeah. Legacy House. And Omega Red yeah. has no recollection of being up north with Logan whatsoever. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about Omega Red. So there's a lot of stuff. A lot happens in like just a few issues. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, there's the Omega Red thing. It's kind of like, I don't know what you're talking about. Because remember in the, we, earlier we in this that, run. That, that happens run they're up Force, in, right? Earlier in this run, they were up in Canada. And X, that's when the vampire started. Yep. When Wolverine faced off with Omega Red and Omega Red probably doesn't remember any of that. So he's the through line. Yeah. He's the connection. Yep. Uh and essentially, I guess vampires want Wolverine's blood so they can walk in day. They want yeah, to be day walkers. That's that's it, basically it, yeah, that's the just it's a very straightforward story, but like it's not something that should be running more than like five issues. It shouldn't be an arc. It shouldn't be longer than an arc, right? Like you yeah. feel like they're dragging it a little bit. I'm, it's it's the way that you get uh Dracula. Well, not even talking about that. It's, it's how you get the Omega Red to the forefront, essentially, because he's the prime of that, the I, most interesting of that. Who doesn't? Um, who doesn't like Omega Red? He's a cool name, cool look, but he's a bitch in this. He's just a bitch in this. Like it's well, he doesn't know anything yet. He got neutered. Yeah. Well, he. I, well, we'll see. Um, I like that quote. Today is a victory over yourself of yesterday. That's interesting, guys. Oh, yeah. Cool and point. that helps break Maverick out of his trance or Correct. whatever he's in. Yes. Correct. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine goes, like you said, goes covert into the legacy house for auctions and frees Maverick from his mind wipe hold. Maverick tries to get Logan to join the Mercs, and Logan tries to get Maverick to join Krakoa. But they're both like, eh. So, yeah. And Special Agent Ramirez still has connects to Maverick because they meet up afterwards, right? And Ramirez is the is the woman behind the X desk, mm-hmm. who's behind the scenes of the behind the scenes. Yeah, like who will watch the Watchmen? Let's get into exactly. That yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, and then the, after they get Maverick and stuff, like you said, they they switch over to the, the vampires and Dracula. And like I said Dracula wants a vampire nation similar to Krakoa. Don't blame him with political influence and other such benefits and recognition. So he's kind of seeing how Krakoa has been blossoming, and so he's like. I want that too. I'm going to yeah. talk like that because that's how <laughs> I read it. Do you read his thing like, I am Dracula? No, but I read Omega Red in Russian. Russian? Oh, see, I didn't do that. I should have done that. I was the opposite. So, Let's go Dracula. Elena! So you get to Colossus. Elena! Elena! I love it. So he has a doctor, James Bogg, uh, working on it, analyzing Wolverine's blood samples because he wants the capability of the healing factor within them, like you said, so they can walk in sunlight. Yep. Omega Red of all people turns against the vampires who control him to convince Wolverine and Beast to make a dirty bomb clone of him. Crazy idea. Amazing. Amazing. Crazy and idea. I don't know why you'd say Omega of all people. I mean, that he came up with the smart decision. Like, Omega likes working for himself and I yep. guess the Russian government. But even then, he always likes turning on them because they like using him as a weapon. So, like, that's yep. he's the one dude that's like, it's all me. So the fact that he's like, fuck these guys made perfect sense to me. I was just surprised that uh, the X-Men or X-Force team was just like, no, no, that's a good idea, man. We should probably follow up with what you're trying to do. And they they then, they, as in our titled characters, learn that they go to Sevalith in Arako, mm-hmm. which is like, I guess, the underworld of there. And they learn that the vampires there are a completely different kind of vampire altogether. Yeah. They're not like, <laughs> they're not like nope. savages. They're like civilized and like, and they're looking 
for help to banish Dracula forever. And they're like just happy to be their own. And they, what they think of Dracula and his kind are like disgusting. They're like, these guys are like, yeah. which I think is dope. But then they go to, they go there and they meet with their kind. And who's the head there? But the horseman of death. Which is awesome. Which is dope because it's like, oh, that's going to kill Dolphin Sounds. Dolphin Sounds. Yeah, Dolphin Sounds' yeah. son. Yeah, his death. Yeah. I was like, okay, so that did get interesting there. I didn't quite care for the vampire arc until the ending there. I was like, oh. Yes. And my favorite part of the first arc, which was the whole auction, was the fact that there is a Wolverine hand yeah, with claws right, yeah. being auctioned off and people are trying to get that for so many different reasons. But in Wolverine's head, it's like, where did I go wrong? Where, What happened at what point in my life? Like, this is the first time you see him kind of uh, existentially thinking, like, at what point did I lose track of a hand? Because, yeah. like, I've always had healing, regenerative powers. But this cloning thing and, like, coming back, I don't know at what point I wasn't me that this happened, right? Yeah. So you get a sense that, like, Wolverine really doesn't like the world that he lives in now. Um, but I appreciate that in terms of how the arc for his couple of stories are happening, right? Like, he can't really focus on that too much. He's got to get Maverick out. Once he gets Maverick out and safe, he's got to go find this next vampire chick. And, like, they got to go kill vampires. Like, he's Van Helsing to a certain level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Forge, Forge builds, makes a suit. Like, you have a couple laughs, and like, all right, let's go kill. So, he's... It's weird. As confusing... At, I know. I was just talking about, like as confusing as the world that like because that's Wolverine... that, that's that actually happens in X Force. By the way, you, you, is it? Is it? Yeah, you're jumping the shark, man. We haven't even talked oh. X Force. This is why I say I want to talk together. You're like, no, 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 it's not. I was, I was like, well, okay. I want to talk X Force first. Like, I I ended with Wolverine. Like, that's how I, I ended this run, and that's why. Okay, well, we're gonna end with X Force. So are we switching X Force then? Yeah, Wolverine's done. We talk, we finished it. No, I'm, I'm looking at the Wolverine book, and Forge is in it, and that lady, the lady girl, Sage. The... Yeah, they're they're in it. Not Sage. Oh, oh, um. Uh, the vampire chick that he picks up. Oh yeah, his I don't know her name. Like that's her all. Blade. That's all X Force, dude. It says Wolverine. I'm reading the Wolverine comic. I'm seeing Forge and that chick, and I can't find her name. So you could keep saying that based on your notes. But my friend, moving on. Go down. You want to talk about it? Go down. I said moving on. Yeah. Let's go ahead. <laughs> he forgets that I'm editing this, so when he sounds out, when he ends up sounding like a jackass this entire day, and he's just coughing, it's because he bit off a fight that he couldn't uh, Yeah, no, I, I cut all that stuff out. I was just ready to get rid of the vampire stuff. Let's see. Like, out of the, out of the notes. I don't have any of that in the notes, because I don't care. I know the, the part that... Um, I was trying to keep to the important, the important stuff. They do go down. There is the thing in in X Force where um, Forge Wolverine and Kid Omega go down like eighty six hundred feet under the sea to find the wreck. So we're talking about X Force now. Yeah, we're talking about. We're, 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 I'm not nothing else to say about Wolverine. You're the one that's going on about the thing. Do you want to talk about the, his lady we're friend? Still in a, anyway, I can't go over to specifics on it. You want to talk about Wolverine? We talked about Wolverine. Now we're on X Force. My my notes are very broad. I don't have. If it's not important, I just want to know plot, if on X Force now. I jump because I, yeah. I, I want to. I want to lead into your whole beast as a villain because it opens up with Jean Grey having to search Colossus' mind to see yeah. if he's a turncoat it, it, agent. She interrogates him. Yeah. Yes. The beast orders. and it's and it's shattering for all the people included because Jean doesn't want to do it. 
Colossus doesn't want it to happen, and Beast is the only one's like, and we need to do it. So like the team is fractured from that. Wolverine doesn't like how anything Wolverine doesn't like that Beast has this much power. Like I love that dynamic. And that's the first four pages. So like Colossus leaves and he feels betrayed by the team and the family's all he's ever known. So he goes to Savage Land and paints. And you get all his stuff about painting. Wolverine's just like, yo, Hank, like, behave yourself. Like, you can't keep doing this. Can't keep pulling power moves. And he leaves. Gene's like, I'm done with this team. And flies off. And he's like, back to business, man. He's clean. Yeah. Moving on. Moving, yeah, him. moving on. Even though it fucked. Well, remember when, they, when we left off with these guys, Beast publicly arrested Colossus? Colossus, yeah. Because of the, the Russian dolls? It's just like, no, you're Russian, so you're guilty. <laughs> you're one of them. <laughs> touchy, touchy. So, yeah, that didn't, yeah, you're right. It's, and Gene's had enough, and clearly it's, and then like, Beast didn't even apologize, really, right? No. Nope. He did, he, he did he a brings, little bit, but it's. He brings paints, but yeah. like, everyone that's on Savage Land that's on Team Klaus is like, yo, don't talk to him. You Like, fuck you. And Klaus is like, it's all right, I'll take the paints. But like this is different. You can feel like there's a tension there, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I don't know if it's a chicken or egg situation. Like, is the mistrust from Beast gonna push Colossus away to be like, you know what, if this is who you think I am, fuck you? Or was Beast always right? And back of mind, Colossus like, you know what, I love the Russians. Beast. So well, Beast is acting. L- I want to say logically, but in the sense that's like, okay, Russians invaded us. We only have. W- one Russian here, except well, two Russians if you count his sister, but his sister is like part of the def- the. Remember, she's one of the generals, so it's like okay, mm-hmm. yep. And Colossus has been missing a lot, so it's like all right, well, what were you doing? So he just kind of oh. he brings him in as like a precaution, like a what's the word? I was gonna say precautionary. He brings him in, oh, like a, like a suspect, like a yeah. prime suspect, yeah, just to interrogate him, but. It's embarrassing. He, like he he's lost his humanity. Mm-hmm. Beast has. He's like he's more like he's more. He acts more like a machine than a than a. Like even when they're examining the seaweed zombies, he's kind of like, hmm. And Sage is like, we don't. don't yeah, any ideas. but uh, like I love the revelation that you get between those two. I was gonna say with what Beast did, he didn't have to interrogate him that way. He has so many different teams. He could have sent X Factor for them. For Colossus, be like, hey, we have your questioning. And I have a tertiary team deal with it. That way there's no blood on his hands. And it's just, if it came back to him, he'd be like, it's routine. We're just trying to figure it out. But he that's... made sure, he Beast made sure to be like, my hands are on this. We don't trust you. Come with us. Yeah, and like, be- that's enough. Because he doesn't care. He just, he's like, this is, in also, the, this is in the best interest of the nation. I don't care how it makes you feel. It's not personal. Like it's, I, he's he's one of those guys, right? Like it's, it's very personal. But I also feel like. Uh, well, I agree with you. It is, but I'm saying hit from his point of view is like it's not personal. This is just protocols. Like I'm just. I feel. I feel like Beast feels everybody's expendable, especially with the cheat code of like we can bring you back right. if you clone. But like, except for know, him. Which is the amazing revelation that and Sage and, and Sage are like we don't do that. Like we have so much secrets buried up here that we yeah. cannot reset ourselves. Like no. if we break down out here, we break down. Which is amazing. Only we can kill each other, and that's that's the end of it. That was amazing nugget to get, but another insight into how high Beast thinks of himself. He's one of one. Where everyone else is like, oh, you're, you're thirteen of thirty six. Yeah. Like I don't care what number this is. Mm-hmm. It's cool, and then they bring the all mega red things back. Is 
he's being used as knowledge as a double agent. Well, uh, but then that we we've evolved, we've already moved past that with the Wolverine. Stuff. We'll get back into it. But what happens first? Is it Domino and Black Tom chilling on the beach, just having a yep. casual day, yep. and then <laughs> cracking like zombies are fluffing hit, hit the shores? Yeah, like this is what we talked about earlier in the episode. Where, like you can't even just enjoy a leisure day at the beach. Because you get you get some fun stuff between Black Tom and Domino, and just talking about like, oh, like this is the life. Yeah, yada, and then yada, yada. Sea, yeah, yeah, seaweed zombies come out because, like I wrote here, the seaweed zombies take over a whale, then a battleship of humans, and then like you say, the humans come up on the shore. Sure. And I, I misspoke. I said it's Beast and Sage inspecting the pieces of the creatures, but it was Beast and Cecilia, Doctor Reyes, right? Yeah, and she was kind of like, don't. Like he's like fascinating. She's like, no. <laughs> like they all know so, he's like so. office rocker, but he's so yeah. sm- he's so integral to the whole operation that they can't do anything about it. So like, wh- at what point has Beast become a liability to the team? He's not a liability. He's just a. He's got the full support of the council because he does what needs to be done. It's just he's not. Nobody around him really likes him because he's a he's kind of a dick. But can you trust doing- everyone with all the secrets? I'm sorry. Can you trust everyone with all the secrets? Everyone, you mean one someone with everyone? Can you trust secrets? one man with all the secrets? No, of course not. But so, he, like, that's he trusts himself with all the secrets, right? So that's but Beast is operating on a whole different yeah. wavelength of light. He's on the way to becoming Dark Beast. I'm telling you, I've been saying this since like, yeah, Dark Beast could happen, can happen, but like I really feel like Beast has become the Magneto, the antithesis. Like he's going to be mm. the one villain. Or anti-hero against everybody else's like true dream, true utopia. So it's interesting. You did call this way early on. Like, watch out for bees, man. Watch out for bees. So yeah, we're seeing it. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember when it was, but it was something to do with like uh, the Brazil. When they were, they were, they're doing the Brazilian thing when they found the the first set of zombies. Now they're dealing with different zombies. This is the jungle oh, zombies. Yeah, yeah. These are the seaweed yeah. zombies. This is the <laughs> jungle zombies. So this is crazy, right? Because like they get a small team of. Uh, Wolverine, Kid Omega, and Forge, and Forge builds them all these crazy like yeah, like they can float. And I laugh so hard that like as soon as they go into the water, Wolverine sinks so fast. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize that until it happens. Like that, that makes sense. He's, just, he's like, just a he's a like a a body bag full of metal. And yeah, just, just <laughs> fell. And he then just he down. He, he finds a kraken, like he finds a god, like he sees this giant monster, like he goes like face to face with the eye. And the reveal I was not expecting, but as soon as it came, I was fucking elated. Amazing. Perfect sense. Namor. Namor. Crown Prince. Namor. And, like, I, and, and I haven't seen him in this book at all. That's not true. No, he was. They remember they tried to recruit him and he told him to fuck yeah, off. Early. He was yeah, like, he's like, I'm going back to the water. He's like, I'm gonna he's like I, got, I have all of this. Yeah. So it's been a while, but I like that he's still on the map because at any point, yeah. no, more, no more. Like, we're looking for this giant. We're looking for something. He's like, the thing behind me. <laughs> yeah, and he starts battling. He's got a yeah, trident. He's, like, he's, he's, go, like, he's going ham. He's like, leave. I'll take care of this. Don't come back never, to the water again or I'll kill you. <laughs> I don't get his costume because he's wearing pants and he's wearing like a shirt, but it's not a shirt. It's just the sleeves. Yeah, that's right. And it's all like chest and abs. I was like, all right, buddy, like we get it. But like, what was the point of the, the, the shirt cuffs, but he just wants to show off, man. I mean, he's already king. It is Namor. That's all. That is MO. Just show off. But like, uh, again, Wolverine gets this existentialist. Like he, he talks about 
when he finally goes back up to land, I'm just like, yeah, I've seen a giant beast and I feel like a speck and like there's something about it. It can only go two ways. I think it's the final quote in the book. Uh, I will read it because I really enjoyed it. If you ever submitted, uh, summited a mountain or stood in the shadow of a pyramid or stared into the furnace of the sun, then you know what I'm about. Then you know what happens when you're uh, in the company of something bigger and stronger and older than math can figure out. On one hand, there's the awe that shrinks you down to a humble speck of nothing. On the other hand, there's a desire to conquer that thing, climb its top, and plant a flag, crack open a tomb, sift through the sand's guts, snuff out the flame. Well, down below in the trench, I brushed up against a leviathan. It eyeballed me and its gaze. I was a speck. I was a meaningless speck. And now I ain't going to be able to sleep right until I kill it dead. I fucking loved it. Yeah. So great way to end that book. Yeah. You want to talk anything about uh, Kid Omega or anything? Or he doesn't that- die. That was his big thing. He doesn't. He doesn't die. I earlier. I earlier said. Um, uh, Cable was with Phoebe, but it's not. It's Quentin Quire with Phoebe. Cable's with one of the other ones. Am I right? Or am I wrong? Did I get it mixed up? It's Phoebe, there's right? there's three of them. There's five of them. Yeah, yeah. That's right. There's three of them. So there's too many of them. Um, but it's Phoebe. Phoebe and Quentin are together. Cable's with somebody. Else. I don't. Yeah, look the same. Uh, but. And then yeah, he doesn't die. Out, he doesn't die. So that's he's we, he's kind of got his his own thing going on because we were we were yes. talking about it earlier. But he's like, listen, I die so many times. I don't even know which way's up anymore. Like, um, and it's it, it's throwing me off now, right? Yeah, like I don't. I I can't put a handle of my power sets because who he's encountering, it now seems to be like a fabrication or like a replication of his power set mm-hmm. because Kid Omega, he's got a, like he's an Omega, but like. I don't know his full scope of abilities, but he does have a lot of. He's an Omega mental, level like, dude. That's why he's named Kid Omega. He just. I I get it, but like there yet. his psych, uh, psychic abilities mm-hmm. can like create. I don't know if they're real or like fabric of people's imagination, but the people that are getting like slaughtered and like hurt and like f- afraid keep seeing these mutated versions of x-men and himself so he he doesn't know if he's doing it if someone else is replicating him so it's another sort of clone type of storyline like similar to cable but this one seems to be a little stronger and a little more out of his scope because the second thing he does the first thing he gets a new suit well i mean sure i don't know what the whole purpose of that was for <laughs> that was yeah, for, to make him make him seem <laughs> more like serious or something and, like, like different okay. yeah like step up his game but that's, the just, that's, thing, a, that's just a woman trying to change his his wardrobe he, he didn't do that i feel no. like it was more him and she was just like supporting his like she tried to talk him off the ledge the mm. second thing he did was get gene he's like yo gene we need you now like you have to be part of x-force because what's happening is above my pay grade and the power set i don't really fully understand and this is right in your wheelhouse and gene's like all right so i'm interested to see what happens because this is on a completely different level in terms of power set um but I, I can't pin down who the villain of this new arc is going to be. So, like, I'm very excited for uh, X-Force. X-Force is my book. I feel like Hellions is your book. Mm-hmm. Um, I love X-Men. Marauders is starting off really slow and it's going to be fucking great. X-Factor, we're both unsure of. Excalibur, I think we'll pick up, but I don't know if it's going to 
until we get dolphin sounds back, it's not going to be as great as it can be. No, and, well, uh, yeah. Part of you were talking about the resurrection just before he finished the, of Quentin Quire and how he keeps having the resurrection, but then he he because he dies so much now, he's putting all the requests in. Oh, that Remember? was so funny. so funny. Yeah, so some of the requests are like I wrote from it's some of history, like so it's a it's a report from the five, and they're right. kind of like we've had okay, enough. This like this is this is insane. <laughs> like, are we really going to keep doing this? Then it's like the recent request is like uh, request coloring his hair um, rose gold instead of pink. Or no, sorry, it starts, sorry, it's, it's adjusting. Sorry, it starts with this. Like request number thirteen is like adjusting redacted to these precise dimensions. See attached right. report one a, number fourteen adjusting eyes to secure twenty twenty vision acuity, making glasses a mere accessory. Then like skips ahead. It's like request two two four eliminating hair follicles in armpits, back, chest, and groin at these precise dimensions. See attached report two b so as to avoid waxing. Like I was like, that's fair. <laughs> is it? Request 225, <laughs> eliminating hair follicles on sides of head and these precise dimensions. See attached report 2B, so to avoid shaving. Request 226, eliminating high hair follicles on face at these precise dimensions. See attached report 2B, so as to avoid shaving. It's like he wants this permanent haircut. It's like, skips ahead. It's like request 311, coloring his hair pink instead of rose gold. Co- request 310, coloring his hair rose gold instead of pink. Instead of pink, like, yeah. It's like, like, what, like even... what are we doing here? It's like Doesn't the notes in the bottom. Like, God, yes. he's so annoying. We need to put four yeah. resolutions just to provide some, some so good power. But it's great to see him at the forefront because usually he's the first guy in and first guy dead, and he's that's how they use X Force. Like they have the craziest missions. They're basically Impossible Mission Force, right? They're doing yes. all the Mission Impossibles. Yeah. And the fact that he's always the one to die is kind of well. They're like the CIA of Krakoa. They did say that, right? Right. Yeah. So, but they do the. But X Force does all the Black Ops. Yes, correct. Right, like uh, that's what I mean. One of the crazy, but like one of the crazy uh, storylines was with Zeno and them like replicating Domino, and I think that's who the big bad is, right? Zeno, the guy with the mask. Oh, the guy with the peacock mask. The guy with the um, the guy with the peacock tattoo. Yes, I think it's Zeno. It's like well, yeah. So it's a, it's a no, no. I can't remember his name, but it's a group called Sapiens. And they're framing mutant kind for murder and causing false claims of mind control medicines from Krakoa. So they're just this new this group is just like just attacking them um, in a kind of a political way, trying to affect their relationships with other nations of the world. Yeah, Zeno. Excuse me. Yeah, and um, yeah, they've got these. Basically, what's happening? You're right. Sorry, the, the, I don't I can't remember the name of the group, but you're right. They the same guys that were taking the domino pieces they're mm-hmm. they're now taking they've found i guess quite inquires like dead bodies because he's died so many times yes and the, the same sort of parallel with wolverine so i wouldn't be yeah. surprised that they go for him next right so i don't he know die as much as 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 thing but yeah, you're right he has died a lot in and it's not necessarily about dying it's just we want their pieces we want to harvest their dna and i don't know what it is about this run but it's a really embedded in like we want the seeds, we want the blood, we want the skin, we want the follicles. Like a lot of the stories really deal with not who they are, but like what they're built up of and like how these villains are now trying to attack them inside out. And man, if like this is what we're in store for, it's gonna be crazy for the next like part two. So I like it. I like I like that I like that when one of the alt Quentin choirs, like the because you're right, there's like these they're causing all this shit. Because what they scan the the ship that dies and it this and they're like they get traces of his energy and it's like well, how are you doing this 
Right? That's right. how kind of how they get in the case. And I like when they attack uh, Beast and Sage too. But Beast and Sage kind of break the illusion because they're so analytically attuned that they're just like, this doesn't wait a second, this doesn't work. This error. This doesn't error. Compute. Abort. Yeah. Abort. And it's like, <laughs> Beast has like a stroke. <laughs> yeah, and like, like they say, like Beast is dead. Like they don't even know. Like we're left on a cliffhanger of like if he's really conscious yet, if he's still moving around, because they want to take they want to take him back to like regenerate or like right. And I think don't I think they, I think they do. I think uh, Sage is like is the one who puts the bullet in his head. It's just like because they like, haven't take he's they like, haven't taken him to clone right. Like right, they're not going to do that. So. I don't know what's gonna happen next. I really want to read ahead, but you've told me not to. So we'll be going to now. Wait. Now that we're now that we've caught up, so that's the, that actually wraps up this this portion of of Reign of X. A little bit all over the place, but it's because these books, some of these books flow together nicely, and other ones are just kind of like, now we're over here. Like Hellions, what, is like Hellions, is like we're over here. Which Marauders book is feel, like we're over here. Which book do you feel, based on what you've read? Is gonna have the greatest payoff. Not necessarily what you're enjoying now. Yeah. X Men. They they get to make a team that chooses itself. You get Psych back in the leadership role with his with his his bow. You assume that Psych's gonna be the leader of the new X Men team? I don't. Uh, yeah, well I'm just saying he's gonna be in charge of putting it together. And they're yeah. basically their idea is like, you wanna join in, join in. That's gonna be fun. Cause that's gonna be a hodgepodge of different um that's a team of X-Men we've probably never seen before, right? So, And which of the books that we haven't read do you feel is going to fill into what's happening in the landscape currently? Because there's stuff we haven't touched yet completely, but there's like there's still new mutants out there. We haven't touched Sword. New mutants we haven't touched yet, and we only touched one issue of X-Men, and we haven't, yeah, we haven't touched new mutants at all. Any of those do you feel like is going to work well in this, or it's going to be another... Like the, the blessing about new mutants, the last one was, they were always doing stuff in space far away. Yep. So didn't interfere what was going on, and you, we got to like those characters mm-hmm. because they were getting dragged in. Any early thoughts of what you think uh, the new titles are going to be good, going to fit in, going to be a waste? It's going to be another Psylocke pre. Mm, I, I don't like that Cable has his own book. I don't think it's necessary. It's not going to last long. No, it's not going to last long, so I think that one's going to wrap up fast. I, would, I wouldn't be mad if Rachel got, like, if she if they handed the torch from Cable to Rachel and just went. Yeah, the, that'd be cool. Ch- I, don't know what the point of, I don't know what the point of Cable having his own book is. You know he's a lynchman. Somehow. I mean, it worked. Old, I guess it worked. No, old I Cable. I don't know why. He's got to be. Like, out of, even, all the, out of all the mutants, the, the ones that have solo runs are Wolverine and Cable. Mm-hmm. Strange, strange. Until Deadpool Wolverine comes makes back. sense, but it was that until Deadpool comes back. Can he cross the gate? That was a whole thing, right? Yeah, he's a mutant. Who was it that couldn't cross the gate? Oh no, oh, Deadpool's we... not a mutant. Sorry, he couldn't yeah, cross see? the gate. He's mad about yeah, yeah. that because he couldn't. He's just a he's just a he's a Deadpool of different powers. That's right. He's not technically a mutant. He's a creation. But I think they gave him access, and he was kind of like, nah, whatever. I, I feel like he's coming back because that's just how X Force works, and he's like. Baked into X Force, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, we'll see. and we'll then see. there's, I think personally, and then there's the whole uh, Franklin Richards that's that right. hasn't panned out yet. So that's like, right. that's also on the landscape. He's a mutant too. 
So again, I'm excited. I think Coke's excited. We got more in store. Is Sorry st- that this is long. Is there still any? Well, one thing is there, is there still anybody you haven't seen yet that you want to see? Deadpool. Um, we, we've seen him in the past, though. I'm, I haven't seen Archangel. I've seen Angel. Well, there's no there's no Archangel with Angel. He's. I mean, you asked. Are you talking about yeah. variants or just specific no? I'm talking characters. about specific characters. I don't know. Fucking Leech. Something weird. Leech, I don't know. Well, I got my Maverick, right? So I was happy to have that. And Proteus. That's what you're looking for? That's what I, I mean, was looking for in the beginning. We, t- we talked about this like years ago. But this this was like, how, how do you, based on everything we've read, how do you not get at least one character that you love? So like, I'd have That's to I mean, we've got everybody. No, we've got in the crates. It, it was just it was just before I was like, oh, this guy's missing. Now it's kind of like, I don't know. I was asking because I don't have the answer either. I don't know who's missing. I've, they've. I need a, or like Juggernaut. He's not a mutant though, so but he's I. I but think he's, he's an X Men. But he's he has he has a he has a right to a claim Bitch. to fame there. He's got yeah, a claim to he, fame. He has and then Sa- Sabretooth, because he got short. You so right? that was one thing you called a long time ago. Sabretooth was gonna be a big player. Yeah, because he went to the hole been, real fast. He's been in a hole. He's yeah. either angry or like more angry. But I remember what he did. Yeah. He killed somebody, right? Like and then Namor. I got Namor. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and then he killed a mutant. No. And there's like or human, he did something. Or human, oh yeah, they said no humans too. I don't remember. I'll look that up because I don't remember. It's so long ago. This is the funnest and weirdest thing to try and like uh, forecast because mm-hmm. the amount of things that we've seen already. I like Nimrod started off in like the first issue, and they flash forward like a hundred thousand years into the future, and they're like Nimrod's like, oh no, I ruined everything. So like at some point down the line, like that has to happen. Yeah. Um, but like I have to start thinking in terms of villains because I I've got basically all the heroes that I want. Like my my perfect X Men team exists. They may be on separate teams and not assigned together. But it's the villains that I'm really looking deep at because they're they're the real claim to fame. I want to see Sauron. I haven't seen Sauron yet. There's a Savage Land. So I want to see I want to see Sauron. That's a, that's not a bad list. If we get Juggernaut, Sabretooth. I mean, you got Omega Red, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sauron, Sinister is fucking amazing. Um, oh, uh, what's a uh, Lady Deathstrike and who, who she roll with? What's that team? Damn it! The Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Nope. the guy with treads, the Tank Man. Oh, that, that's where Great Grove from. What's the name? Are you talking about Callisto? No, I'm talking about the the team of like anamorph, and they're like half machine, half like. Yeah, those are the purifiers. Is that what they're called? Pretty sure. I, I always forget the tank guy name though. Mm, let's see. Bonebreaker. The Reavers. The Reavers. <laughs> Reavers. Reavers. Oh, so I want Reavers. That'd be awesome. But Bonebreaker's hilarious. That's, the, that's the Donald. That's Donald Pierce's team. Yeah, the Reavers. It's half a guy, and his lower half is a tank. Yeah, so. tank man. Yeah, I don't remember his name though. Strong guy. I mean, bring back. True X X Factor. I'm yeah, a strong guy. I don't know about all that, but hey, listen, I, everybody, everybody's asked, gonna be it. Yeah, this is how deep in the crate I have to go because yeah, I've literally got everybody else. Yeah, except nobody cares. The the whites will now take care of the black market. That sounds so bad.
at comic underscore patrol on Twitter. Comic patrol pod at gmail.com. You can send in. Hey.